Welcome back. My name is Kit. My name's Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things on NPR. Today, we are covering Mean Girls from 2004, directed by Mark Waters, starring Rachel McAdams and Lindsay Lohan. Thank you, Phoebe Mean Jeff. Girls. <laughs> I didn't know how to keep it going. I don't actually listen to NPR. <laughs> I tried. This comedy from the early 2000s celebrates womanhood. Mm. And not talking about being this uh, is talking about people boring. behind the back. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Who's that? Um, Brittany's here, and she's here to say that that's boring. So you guys need to step it up. Mm. Oh, it's Brittany, bitch. Uh, kid, are you okay with Brittany guest hosting on this uh, this coverage of Mean Girls? I don't have a choice. Uh, no, you number don't. Once. <laughs> but also, yes. Madison's not here. It's Brittany. Uh, highly requested Brittany attend this coverage of Mean Girls. Yeah, I was worried for a second or excited that it was just going to be two bros talking about <laughs> the struggles of being a teenage girl. Yeah, I was kind of so- I was kind of uh, blindsided by the the Mean Girls, but I, I'm able to be here. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I text Madison last night. You're like, you're staying for Mean Girls, right? And she was like, what? And I was like, oh, no. Did we not? And this right, I said, me and Steve. I've seen the movie enough, so I I, I was able to yeah, to, to raw dog it, <laughs> as it were, as it were, like the girl with the hot dog. Exactly. And you're, and you're also the it only was just one, one of one us. Time. <laughs> you're also the only one of us. I know. I came prepared. Pink. I thought you guys were gonna pink out with me, but I guess mm-hmm. not. And yeah. what's funny about this shirt is it has like nearly naked women on. <laughs> it does. But surprisingly, it's the only pink thing I own. So. So this movie was requested by one of our lovely patrons. If you'd like to request a movie, you can go to patreon.com slash streaming things and subscribe at a certain tier and you'll have the ability to force us to watch your favorite movie or maybe just a movie that you think it'd be funny if you made us watch it. I think that's sometimes happening. That does happen. (laughs) That happens sometimes. Yeah. Uh, This movie in particular was uh, requested by none other than Jay Scramo. Jay Scrams. Yeah. Uh, One of the famous Scramo sisters. Yeah. Uh, it, apparently there's a whole, there's a whole backstory where Emily discovered the, the other sister mm-hmm. discovered the podcast, shared it with Jay Scramo. Jay Scramo was the first one to be a discord member and out of jealousy, Emily joined as well. Good Lord, tactic. It's, I it, love yeah, it. And now they're like mainstays of the, of the discord. They're, they're That's characters awesome. in and of themselves. And there's a third sister that refuses to quote yeah. pay for friends. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes she'll be in the background when we do the discord hangout. Sometimes they're together and every now and then the third sisters in the background, just like being Brittany in the background, like losers. Losers. <laughs> I she's have like the real jo- friends. She's like the Jonas Bonus or the Bonus Jonas. The Jonas Boner? Oh my no, God. No, you know what I was going to say. I want to meet her. You know what I was trying to say. Madison the Bonus called, Jonas. Madison just called the third Screamo sister a boner. And it's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love the Screamo sisters moniker too. It reminds me of like the Sanderson sisters or something, you know, from Hocus Pocus. Oh, Isn't yeah. Isn't that their name? Yeah. Yeah. Sanderson sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a. A witch's coven. Do you think when they're together, they they lock arms and walk down the street like Almost that? Almost assuredly. <laughs> Most assuredly. Now, so Jay Scramo did write in a series of questions she wanted to ask us about this movie, as well as her own uh, sort of uh, relationship with Mean Girls. But we will save that for the end because I think that would be a fun way to cap the, uh, the cap episode it, baby. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 If you've never listened to the show before, we're going to talk about our overall thoughts, maybe our previous history with this film. And then dive right into a scene by scene, play by play recap of the movie. Uh, we watched it last night. 
so that we could talk about it today. I've seen it several times, but we'll get into that soon. And then we'll 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 end it with some words from one of the Screamo wishes herself. <laughs> some words from the Screamos. Um, yeah, and you can also, again, there's patreon.com slash streaming things. You should cop our holiday merch. We got some Christmas sweaters, holiday sweaters, excuse me. We are uh, uh, supporting the war on Christmas. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And other merch as well. If you order the holiday merch before December 13th, you'll get it by December 24th. Uh, so that's important to note. You can also email the show at any time at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Go to streamingthingspod.com to find all our other stuff and other episodes. Follow us on social media. Just fucking Google streaming things. You'll find just it. fucking do it. Just Google Every it. Every phone's got it, Google. By the Maybe, way, sometimes. when people were sharing their Spotify wrapped, one of my favorite jokes, I forget who did it. <laughs> But it said top 1% of all uh, Streaming Things listeners. And the person said, uh, Bernie Sanders would be pissed. <laughs> and I was like, what a good joke. I don't listen to enough podcasts to be considered part of the 1%. I just won't do it. <laughs> I get right up to that cost and I say, no. The American people do not want this. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going back to Rogan. <laughs> oh, so He's a good. huge Joe, uh, Joe Rogan fan, <laughs> that Bernie. So anyway, Madison slash Brittany. And those of you who don't know, uh, Brittany is <clears throat> Madison's uh, mean girl alter ego. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Mean Girls from 2004? What's your history with this film? Take it away. Uh, I really, I can't remember when I watched this movie for the first time. I think it was on a lot. Like, I don't know if on cable TV, it was on like ABC Family or I, I don't know. But I had remembered always... Like whenever it was on, I was like, oh yeah, Mean Girls. Like it's just always been a part of like my youth. Um, it's a very nostalgic movie um, for me. And then as I got older, became like in my teens, I do remember having a slumber party-esque event where we centered around watching Mean Girls. Um, and then just in through like out high school and into college, it was a very quotable movie amongst uh, young women. Um, and then I forget when the musical came out, but the musical kind of heightened the movie's popularity again. And I remember it was kind of resurfacing and it was on Netflix for a little bit and I watched it then. Um, so it's just always been kind of a part of like one of those movies that I've always known the plot to always familiar with the cast. Um, and so, yeah, but I, I like Mean Girls. I think it's it's a really cool interpretation of young women, um, te young teenage women. And I really like the the mirroring of like wild, like the wild because Katie comes from, excuse me, Katie comes from <laughs> Africa. <laughs> um, her name looks like Katie, so sorry. I'm calling you Katie. Um, but because she comes from Africa, that kind of plays into like this jungle element of how young teenage women like treat each other. And that's always kind of stuck out with me. And I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I think Mean Girls is a very iconic movie. It maybe hasn't aged the best. I, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, there's some things in there that maybe should. They, I don't think they would be included in now. Only one for sure. You think just one? I mean, um, again, I'm pretty inappropriate still as sure, well. But sure. I, I know for sure there's one. But I, I couple because I was I, yeah I think there's a couple in there I can't remember at the top of my head um, but 
I was actually, this just popped in my head. I was wondering like, what was the demographic, like the audience for this movie? Cause I think I remember watching this when I was really little. I think I didn't really understand a lot of the adult humor. Cause there is a lot of adult humor, obviously. So, but I mean, I would say I watched it when I was really little and I still liked it when I was younger. So I think they were shooting for high school age. Sure. Um, like Teve, Steve, it's Teve, Teve. Hello. My, Teve. Or, my <laughs> Irish friend Teve. It's me, Teve. <laughs> Steven said, I think off air that they had a rated R rating and they had to cut a couple oh, things out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and this is one of those like SNL movies. Like it's, it's like oh, yeah, a walk this, hard or something like that. Yeah, it's a Lauren like Michaels the, production. The, the early aughts, like best of SNL minds behind this movie. Yeah. Like Tina Fey, Amy Poehler and uh, uh, Tim Meadows. I always can't, I can never remember Tim Meadows name, but I love him so much. Yeah. But what, Tim I, Meadows. what I think is crazy too. I'm trying to think of other like teen movies. Cause I feel like teen movies in the early two thousands were big. Like you had, I don't, is American pie set in high school? Yes. Yeah. And yes. so you had like movies like that, but this one I feel like sticks out. A little more. I, I don't know how to explain it because those are like kind of throwaway comedies, raunchy, dirty. Yeah, this one has a little bit more like oomph to it. There's a little bit of raunchiness to it, but you're right. There's a little bit more of a a, a more highbrow. I mean, it, there's a there's a elevated style of comedy to this, yeah. other than like huh, dick joke, fucking a pie. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes to you know the writing of Rosalind Wiseman and Tina Fey. Yeah. Being behind that, you know, Tina Fey specifically is like a a comedy writing hero of mine. I love her to death. Yeah. I think yeah. there's just a light years difference in the amount of, um, societal commentary being employed here. Whereas in many ways, something like the raunch comedies of the early aughts is in many ways, the opposite of what mean girls is right. Mm-hmm. Um, mean girls, by the way, it's just an interesting tidbit to me as ancillary to something else I've been doing this weekend. Uh, the, the writers guild of America voted on the 101 best screenplays of the 21st century. Um, in 2021, December of 2021. So, uh, Mean Girls was actually number 34. Wow. Huh. Uh, and this was voted on again by the writers themselves. And there's a little blurb here that says, um, while working on Saturday Night Live's, working as SNL's head writer, Tina Fey read Rosalind Wiseman's Queen Bees and Wannabes, a nonfiction examination of aggressive behavior among teen girls, and pitched SNL producer Lauren Michaels on the movie. That's what happened. So she just, I think Ros- Rosalind Wiseman was credited as a writer just because of that book. Uh, this is Tina Fey's brainchild. Um, and yeah, it's just a great fucking script. It's a really, it's a powerful movie and it's funny as hell as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it, I'm not obviously a, a teen girl, but it, I, I can what? see the meaning in it. Shocker. You have, you have all the facets of a teen girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Always on social media. Mm-hmm. Other a things. drama queen. I, I love God. the tea. You love, oh, you do love the tea. Mm-hmm. Spill the tea. Spill that tea. I actually drank spill all my it. tea and didn't spill a drop. By the way, we did thematic. We didn't all wear pink, but we did make tea prior to this episode. Yeah, oh, yeah. Me and Teve are the only ones drinking it. That's true. Yeah, Teve. Cheers. Cheers. Also, your your Deck the Paws mug. All his wiener dog mugs. That <laughs> that's the Pippin mean, the the mug. The wiener dog and the... The tits shirts <laughs> really complements yeah. each other. Tits I think. and wiener. That's exactly. What we, it's basically the two things Madison loves the most. You're, <laughs> you're, not, wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, oh Steve, Teve, yes. what, what is your history with Mean Girls? Uh, in, a, in a weird way, Mean Girls exists for me in this weird alternate dimension. Uh, I, cause I can't say mean girls is a, like blind. a multiverse. Yeah. Uh, one could say, 
because uh, I, I can't call Mean Girls a blind spot because it's not. I've seen mm. it before, but it's also a movie that I've never really like connected with. Really, mm. uh, I didn't see this movie when it first aired. I did not watch it until I was like well into my twenties. Probably my mid twenties was the first time I had actually seen it because I think. I think when it first came out, I was in that a like, I was a teen. Wow, what year was this? Was this two thousand and four? Four, yeah. Four. So I was like a you were like seventeen. I was like sixteen or seventeen at the time, and you know I was kind of uh, that was probably like the peak of my like film snobbery, where I was like, ooh, Lindsay Lohan's just in all Disney movies, gross, mm-hmm. you know, which was back then. Yeah, unwilling what, to admit, Parent Trap slaps. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Mode, you know? Herbie the Herbie Hancock was great. Mm-hmm. That was called the love bug. Hurry, hurry, the love, love bug, the car, the car. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so it was one of those things like, well, I'm not going to see that because that's a girl's movie and I don't like raunchy comedies. <sighs> you know, it was Lame. that, you know, a total dickhead. Right. And then it wasn't until like many years later when I'm like in well into my 20s and people are like, wow, Mean Girls is actually really, really well written. It's really, really funny. And even though I hadn't seen it, a lot of the lines that are in this movie have just yeah, permeated into the zeitgeist of pop culture where like I was saying, boo, you whore, like not really understanding that that was a line from this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so finally I sat down and watched it in my twenties and I remember like watching like, oh yeah, that was really funny. I could see why people would like that. And then never watched it again until two days ago mm. when, uh, when, uh, we had to watch this for the show. Now, again, as I'm watching it, uh, for the show, I'm thinking like, wow, like everybody, all the cast members are fucking crushing it. They're killing it. Everyone's great. Um, I'm still not a huge fan of Lindsay Lohan in general. Uh, I think she, to me, she's like the weakest part of the movie because mm. I think everyone else is just crushing their roles, but she's just kind of like, I'm Lindsay Lohan. Uh, she does say that. It's like, she's like a Pokemon. <laughs> I'm Lindsay Lohan. Whenever she pops up, she just goes, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some really funny comedic beats. I really like the 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 metaphor of like the, the, the few scenes when they're they're at the mall and like all the kids become like animals at the watering hole yeah. like I think that's kind of a funny visual representation of high school mm-hmm. um, and there are some things we kind of touched on it earlier that I don't think age super well um, a lot of use of the R word which like I get it I was a teenager yeah. in two thousand four we all said it all the time it was a different time yeah uh, so I I don't hold that against the movie but. Uh, it's just, it, but still when the movie ended, I was kind of like, all right, I probably won't watch this for another 15 years and I won't miss it. Like, again, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think I can see why people love it. I do think there's some like really clever writing in there and the, and the cast is really, really great. I, it's just for whatever reason, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, hook me as it were. could be your misogyny. It could be. Cause I fucking <laughs> hate women. <laughs> Makes sense. Maybe I just don't like mean girls. So like a movie about mean girls, I'm like, all these bitches suck. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to say the same thing as you in the beginning for, I think I had the same experience where I don't even think I watched this when it came out initially, I would have been 15, 16. Uh, and I was not, and never have been, and never will be a super manly person. Um, but I, I thought you were a teen girl this whole time. I knew you. So <laughs> yeah, at 15, I was, I was playing. Well, he thought your name was Teve. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was a rock star at 15, 16. I was just doing a bunch of drugs, playing guitar. And if I watched a movie, it was like Scorsese or SLC punk or SLC uh, punk rocks, fucking, yeah. you know, anything edgy. I could find Requiem for a dream. You know what I mean? Jeez. Like 
Um, the things you can fall asleep to at night. And Mean Girls, <laughs> looking at the poster, just n- did not seem. It doesn't seem like even what it is. Like you said, you know. Yeah, that poster is kind of blah. It's in. It, it's very good social commentary, and this is at the same time. I mean, movies like the hot chick and stuff with Rob Schneider was everywhere yeah, at this time. And I deceptive. just thought it was that, you know, yeah, because the, yeah. like movie theaters were just rife with those t- style of movies that I just don't like at all. And if you're just looking at a book by its cover, you would think that this movie are those things. And it's not, it's not those things at all. Not even a little bit. So that's, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a good point. Like I would categorize this movie on the, along the lines of like legally blonde and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. 13 going on 30 oh, yeah. devil wears Prada. Like Could it go on. <laughs> I can't 10 <laughs> things I hate about you. Oh, there you go. That's my movie. Do one more. Uh, Save the last dance. <laughs> Clueless. I have no idea. <laughs> Clueless. Clueless. There you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a cultural touchstone and, and I don't think I actually watched it. Until again, my mid twenties after I got sober, even and I was like, holy shit, that was funny, you know, and I've seen it probably, I don't know, man, five or six times in the last 10 years. But also I think too, how we connect with this movie, even without watching it all the time is it is referenced in pop culture all the time. Like Ariana Grande's thank you next music video featured, you know, recreations of these scenes and actors from the, the movie. Um, Was Tim Meadows in there? I don't. I don't know who Tim Meadows is or what the principal. Oh, I don't think he was. I think Aaron Samuels was in there. You know, Uh, you don't really have to give a speech. (laughs) That was fucking killing me. Most people just get the award and leave. Because that's like a meta commentary on like teen movies in general, you know? Like I just fucking loving it. But I think it just it it like encapsulates, right? That's a word. Yeah. Uh, like Y2K. Uh, Gretchen Wiener saying fetch. Like, even though it didn't catch on the movie, fetch, I feel like is like said ironically. Kind of did happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's fetch so did fetch. Happen. But it's, it's always said like jokingly. Um, and then boo, you whore. And then uh, TikTok really embodied the soundbite in Girl World. Halloween is the one night a year where girls can dress like a total slut and no other girl can say anything about it. Like people were posting to that soundbite. And so it's just like, it's, you don't have to watch the movie to like know what Mean Girls is. Like it just exists mm-hmm. in everybody's everyday home life, I feel. Yeah. And I think as far as coming of age stories go, uh, again, I do. I, I agree with you that I don't have anything against Lindsay Lohan at all. And in fact, as a as an addict, I quite empathize with some, yeah. of, some of her struggles that I'm aware of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I agree that from an acting perspective in this movie, one of the weaker parts, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I think this movie is like legitimately important in a sense that like female coming of age stories were not given much uh, spotlight. You know what I mean? Like you got tons of teen boy coming of, all the way back to the 80s. You know, you had your stand by me's and it was like a super popular genre that we got. To, we got to explore what it's like to, to transition from a boy to a man. Uh, we watched Sandlot recently, right? Like over and over and over and over. And then you got like, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret, the book. And then nothing until <laughs> Mean Girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, except for all of these stylized, homogenized versions that are causing the things that Mean Girls is talking about mm-hmm. in popular media for young women. Yeah. Disney princesses and uh, all the Disney shows. And um, anyway, I just think, again, I can't speak to that personally. Glad Madison is here. But that's what I that's what I think about while watching this. I try to put myself in the headspace of, of being like 15 and mm-hmm. female in 2004 
and feeling seen, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. My six-year-old self thought so. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so let's dive into it. We got a lot to talk about. Let's go scene by scene. It starts off with Katie's first day at school uh, because she has spent her entire life relatively in Africa being homeschooled because her her both her parents are like zoologists or some sort Something of academic similar. thingy, safari people. Very uh, fucking cool. Yeah, I think her mom yeah. is a, is it anthropologist when you study like people? people. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, she just has a rough first day at school. Her parents, you know, she's 16 years old. She's having her first day at school, but she's never been in a public school before. And she starts to see all the clicks and the weird shit that happens immediately. Uh, she runs into a, a student named Kristen Hadley, who is so, t- what I think is happening in that scene is she's so tall that she thinks she's the teacher. Oh yeah. Uh, and she's like, Hey, I'm new here. You probably heard about me. And she's like, get the fuck away from me. you know. <laughs> uh, and then we meet uh, Mrs. Norbury played by Tina Fey herself. Queen. Who, who, <laughs> who gets covered Tina. in coffee and donuts and then accidentally takes her shirt off. <laughs> Like my undershirt is coming up as well, isn't it? You know, that whole scene. Uh, she got divor- divorced over the summer. <laughs> and then, uh, the principal of Tim Meadows is like, uh, my carpal tunnel came back. And she's like, I win. <laughs> you win. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's that's true. Um, oh, Steve's about to have another. Oh, oh, I just oh, did oh. a Tina Fey. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting hot in here. I thought you were going to reveal you did, in fact, have a black shirt on or a pink shirt. on. Would you guys lose your mind if I had like gotten her outfit, like the the oh my god the shirt yes. and everything, the and, like, spaghetti just strap with the coffee I wish stain? it was just like a picture of Tina Fey on yeah. your shirt. Oh, I damn it! I wore the wrong <sighs> shirt. Let me go get my my Thirty Rock shirt. <laughs> but the, yeah, they they set up a couple things in the this intro that I really, really thought is hilarious. I mean, you, you set up the final destination bit with the bus pretty early on. Cause she's yeah. like, oh, and true. The, the bus almost hits her right away. Well, she also says uh, something, I forget what she's referencing to, but she's like, it hit me like a yellow school bus. And I was like, I actually had never heard that line before, but oh. she's essentially foreshadowing at mm-hmm. the end. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I love the, like I was homeschool. Hey, I know what you're saying. Homeschool kids are weird. Oh, God, the hillbilly kids. <laughs> I invented the laser rifle to defeat the dinosaurs and homosexuals. And the homosexuals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a, a few rapid fire great jokes. Um, and ultimately, it boils down to she's having a terrible first day of school. Uh, I do love I get when, it, though. So, like, think of, like, the worst day in high school we've ever had. It's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, when I switched. So I switched schools in middle school, not high school. But I went from a. I went from one school in sixth grade to a different school in seventh grade. And it's intimidating as hell walking into a new school, not knowing anybody. I definitely went home and cried (laughs) because I just didn't know anybody. And everybody like had friends already. Like, it's really sad. Yeah. Kids are mean. Yeah. I feel feel like I cried like on my first day of high school too. Like, and it wasn't going from like a new school to like, it wasn't going to a different district. It was just, I went to junior high now I'm in high school. I don't know where anything is. And there's people who are taller than me and smell now making fun yeah. of me. Like, it's, yeah. It's, I didn't know what to do. It's very intimidating. So kudos to, to you, Katie. For sure. But For also, sure. I forget when she mentions what period she's in, but she said period eight. And I'm like, how many periods? They period got in the school? eight. We had what seven. The, we, max. Had, we had five periods. Oh, we had seven. Period. 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 We had, yeah, because we, we also did trimesters at my school, not semesters. Oh, weird. Yeah. Weird. So maybe that's why we had five. Plus she said she has health Tuesday and Thursday. It's like, I didn't have any Tuesday, Thursday classes. That's only, that's college that's shit. That's college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Because then she skips and well, goes with Janice is, and Maybe Damien. this is an advanced high school. Who That's knows? true. She's very smart. So she's it's a math in Illinois. whiz. It's in Illinois. Yeah. Illinois. Um, <laughs> Illinois. And I love... Make some Illinois. <laughs> There's a lot of great commentary about how we treat kids in general in this country Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and not just girls because there's this whole bit where she doesn't know anything about like the stupid school rules, right? Like, yeah. American um, school culture. Like, Oh, you can't wear this. You have to sit in your assigned scene. She's so confused because it's like fascism. Oh, you can't, you can't go to the bathroom. You need a lavatory pass. I love that because it's so, she's like, Oh, give me a pass then. (laughs) Nice try. And she's just like, what? what? I have this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it comes back later with her dad at the end when he's like, oh, you're uh, what's it called? Grounded. And that's what made me remember this first scene, because it's like he hasn't had to do that with her because the way we parent and the way we treat kids is like they're completely unable to make their own decisions, which I don't mean that they should be allowed to make huge life decisions. I'm just saying that like we don't involve them in the process of en- enrolling them yeah. in the idea of you restrict their freedoms a lot. Yeah. And it, so they don't learn how to make those decisions or right, or how to like cope or, or process um, consequences or anything. Cause you're just not, anyway, it's just, I'm not going to go on a parenting lesson here, but I do think it's really important and really ahead of its time in that sense to mock that kind of stuff. Um, and then she ends up, <laughs> she ends up, there's a couple like, I, I think, I don't know. I, I think the jokes might still work. It just depends. I'm not, it's not for me to say like, uh, there's the line where uh, Mrs. Norbury says, uh, we've got a new student with us today from Africa. And then she looks at the black girl and she's like, I'm from Michigan. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> for, I don't know how, like that doesn't even make any sense. Cause presumably that girl would have like been there for years. Like, hello, like, I've been, yeah, I'm a student here. <laughs> right. But yeah. which th- that joke works, I think, but then it's really weird in the next scene in the lunchroom when they have Katie go up to uh, oh. the table of black students and go jumbo. It's like, how oh, fucking yeah. stupid are you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually wrote that. I wrote a note because I honestly didn't understand what that was supposed to imply until you just explained it. I was like, what the fuck is John? I would assume <laughs> that's like Africans for hello or something. And yeah. she was just an, an idiot. Yeah. Uh, so she ends up eating in the bathroom. Ew. Right. Yeah, it's disgusting. You know, there's poop well, particles. Everywhere. Not at a public well, school. Like, there, there's definitely an empty table in that cafeteria. <laughs> or like a stairwell down. or like. Yeah. yeah. The mathletes were hungry for you to sit at their table. Kevin, All right, let's be honest. Kevin's yeah. my Kevin guy. Kevin G was, he would have like, he would have, he would have licked he that bathroom clean for you if you asked him he to. He would have let you sit on his lap. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Well, maybe that's why she you went to the bathroom. don't know Probably. Kevin at all. Kevin only dates women of color. It's very open about that. It's true. He's that, not interested in Katie at that's all. That's true. You're right. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's I that's why he goes that. up to Janice and goes, you're Lebanese, Lebanese. right? <laughs> or no, he said, he, he like asks her what Something, she is. And she's yeah. like Lebanese. Lebanese. And he's like, like, nice. I can do that. <laughs> that's so funny to me. Anyway, she hated her first day at school. And by the way, her, it happens at least twice. Her parents apparently just read on the porch all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. uh, sure. It seems like something they would do. Um, and then she, she meets Janice and Damien, Damien, who is too gay to function, almost too gay to function, uh, is the first to reach out to her to be friends. One thing that this movie does do really, really well are the character types of the different type of students that are in the school, because Mm. literally every single character that has a line of dialogue that pops up on screen, it's like, I know that person. I went to, I sat behind that kid and the fart uh, kid. Oh, oh, I knew the fart kid. <laughs> Everyone uh, had like the, 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 Damien specifically. It's like, I remember him. He, his name was Chris in my school. Like, love that kid. Brandon. Love him so much. Yeah. Like, Brandon. Just a real big, 
tall, lovably teddy bear gay guy. Like love him. Yeah. I yeah. had one of those too. Two of them. Oh, you had two? You I had two, had two Damians? Damians. Oh, girl. <laughs> Put me in the middle of that sandwich. <laughs> what were you going to say, Madison? I don't know. Like I, yeah, I agree. I, there were, not that our high school was super clicky and everybody kind of had mold. We molded into a, a bunch of different groups, I feel, or at least that's what I visualized. Um, but yeah, there were some, some people that were strictly, oh yeah, you, you fall into that category or like, yeah, you fall into that category. Hmm. But I went to high school in the late 2010s. So I don't know how different high school was. I think there was a lot more open drug use in the 1800s when we went to school. Yeah, in the 1800s. <laughs> Senior year of my high school had a undercover drug raid. So oh, there you go. Yeah. There's an undercover cop pretending to be a student for a year and a half. I remember you telling me about yeah. that story. Yeah, that's one that's of my crazy. One of the, it was we got Twenty One Jump Street, <laughs> basically. Yeah, wow. And it was one of the best. Honestly, it was like the best day of high school ever. Is when they busted all the people, and it's like you made it. How'd you survive? Whoa. Yeah, and I felt bad for the dude who asked her to prom. So the the undercover cop was a woman, and I knew the guy that asked her to prom that year. Like, oh, sorry, man. I guess she's not going. <laughs> <laughs> Did she say yes? How old was she? I think she was like twenty four. I think. That's crazy. Yeah, I, it, my, I mean, it's been fucking forever, but I think she was she was in her early 20s. I don't know how I like because I'm 25. I don't know if I could go into. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she was trained to be a teenager. A but like, oh, my God, yeah. I would hate myself. If I imagine, to go to high school every imagine day. being 24 and having to go to high school every day and hang out with like. 17 year old people <laughs> but like she was there for a year i'm a sure year she made half, yeah. she made she had to have made friends <laughs> like does she still talk to them afterwards you know what i mean no like, she fucking got out of town no. i think they like ushered her out of the city that day wow yeah she's gone wow. not I even had, on facebook i had another thought and i can't think of what it was hmm. anyway we'll come back to it i'm sure so she sips she skips class excuse me to hang out with uh janice and damien outside uh and She's like, I, I hope I'm not missing anything good in health or whatever. And it's <laughs> Coach Carr teaching sex education, which is painfully accurate. You uh, remember what you I thought? Rem I remember what I was going to say. You had your drug scandal. My senior, it wasn't my senior. I wasn't even in high school at this at the moment, but I was in eighth grade about to go to high school. We had a Coach Carr thing happen mm. where we had a, uh, one of the female English teachers was sleeping with one of the uh, students, male students. Ew. Yeah. And- May, December. Do, oh, yeah. <laughs> the movie, it the just movie, came out. Yeah. Um, and they ended up getting married and having children. May, December. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And obviously the teacher got released from her job. She wasn't working there anymore. Um, and the, and the, the young man graduated and they remained together and had children. Mm. Um, wow. But they ended up getting their own uh, episode of, what's it called? Oh man, I can't think. Of, but they got their Punked, own like no naked and afraid. No, <laughs> they got their own special on like. Oh, I can't remember what the show was called, but they have their own show that explains their story. Punked is that what you said? What did you say? Naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. <laughs> Any hoozle. <laughs> Any hoozle. Um, yeah. So Coach Carr, he's teaching sex ed in, in a painfully accurate way. That's how pretty much we got it. Like here's some deodorant. Here's some condoms. Don't have sex. That's it. If you have um, sex, you'll get pregnant and die. <laughs> also, don't have sex standing he, up. When he goes to spell chlamydia, K-L-A, it's, <laughs> it's just funny. 
Um, and then she gets the breakdown on the clicks, right? But first we meet the plastics, uh, which is uh, uh, Amanda Seyfried is Karen Smith, Karen. who's Karen. just dumb is her personality trait. Uh, Gretchen Wieners, her father invented the toaster strudel. So what she's a weird a, flex, a powerful family around town. <laughs> And then uh, Regina George, which is like Satan incarnate. You know, she runs the school. She's always the spring fling queen, blah, 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 blah. By the way, when they say ROTC, they say, Janice says ROTC. Has either of you ever heard yeah. ROTC? Uh-huh. Really? Well, it was like slightly- always ROTC when I was a kid. Well, yeah, we uh, officially it was called ROTC, but I remember uh, students in my high school calling it ROTC. Yeah. Interesting. And they said it a little differently. They they put more emphasis on the C, but yeah, I've heard that before. Is there like one of those little lines above the E like or something? Ratsay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then I want to pull up the lunch map, which I have done. Ooh. I are, also have it pulled up. I want to know. Somebody in, that so I can throw it in the edit. Somebody in the Discord wanted to figure out, wanted us to figure out where we would sit at lunch. So let me walk you through this, guys. Okay? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've got the different things. The plastics. Okay. The sexually active band geeks. Knew them. The cool Asians. The unfriendly black hotties. The girls who eat their feelings. The girls who don't eat anything. <laughs> the greatest people you will ever meet, which is them. Yeah. The art, they're basically I mean, art nerds. Damien and Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. JV jocks, preps, varsity jocks, Rotsy guys, JV cheerleaders, desperate wannabes, burnouts, and Asian nerds. What table are you sitting at, Madison? Oh, I'm first. Um, see, this is uh, maybe varsity jocks. Oh, you're going full varsity? You're not even JV? I you was good. I huh? was I was varsity pretty early <laughs> in my my high school career. Not to, not to flex or anything. Yeah. Like um, I guess jocks because that's kind of all who all my friends were. We weren't like jock behavior people. Sure, like, but, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what they all say. <laughs> but I guess jocks because I don't. I really was just see doing myself. my job. Madison says. <laughs> yeah, I was just <laughs> playing my part. Um, I was just following orders. That's or, right. Or the wannabes is that one of them? There is one. It's uh, desperate wannabes. Or that one. Okay. Yeah. Steve, uh, where are you uh, sitting, buddy? I would be sitting at girls who eat their feelings. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. No, I was probably more of a... Sexually uh, active band geeks. No, I was not because I wasn't sexually active. Or a band geek. And No, or a band geek. Band, the <laughs> you band, would have been really... The band geeks intimidated me. At that table. You would have been at the cheerleader table. But I, I was the type of person who had friends in every single category. I was like this weird social chameleon that could I fit anywhere that. I went. Um, it makes so much sense. Uh, but I, but I sat with like, f- like a group of friends that didn't really like, we didn't belong to really any clicks. We were just kind of like the miscellaneous, like all of us could kind of yeah. talk with everybody, but we didn't like have a, we weren't the in the clicks. That's kind of how my friends were. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but if I were to sit with anyone today, it would be girls who eat their feelings for sure. I think I probably would have been, and I know for a fact, cause I remember, uh, the, the, the burnouts, mm. um, there you go. yeah, just high as shit. Drinking you, cough uh, syrup at two, uh, two in the afternoon. Munching and stuff. on some hot dogs. Which is, I had the same experience where we, uh, I had friends from multiple different, not close friends, but like people would talk to me, dap me up, if you will. Dap you up. Because everybody likes drugs. It's just, I mean, it's a matter of how much, you know? Sure. So well, I fact- also feel like, not to cut you off, sorry, but like the, the quote unquote burnouts are very non-problematic people. Exactly. They're just chill. Everybody, like if you wanted weed or 
uh, a fake ID or alcohol. Wanted to do something illegal. Yeah. Anybody wanted to like mildly fuck their life up temporarily, they would come see us. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was just like a, everybody's like, Hey, you know, we're not offending anybody. We're just really high. But my life was weird too, because for a lot of reasons, but I also really enjoyed reading. And so I was really good at school, which was not super common amongst my like band, you know, musician and burnout friends. So I like had a, I had like a 4.4 GPA. You had your mathlete friends. Yeah. And I nice. don't even know how that happened, but I was also like covered in ripped jeans and flannel and Chuck Taylors and like Sharpie coloring my pencil. I was just also, about to I, ask you if you did the Sharpie color. Yeah. Thing. Sharpie color my nails. But then also the teachers liked me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had this weird, like, Hey, you're in AP English next year. You know, I love you. Are you, you going to compete for us again? You know, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like a weird, weird existence. What? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's where we'd sit. I just wanted to, I promised them we would do that game. Uh, that's love where that. we would sit. Yeah. So there's the burnouts, all that stuff. Uh, and uh, Katie does not know where to sit. She's wandering around. Nobody's welcoming her. And then what's his name? Jacob. He comes up to ask Jason. 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 Jason comes to ask, is your muffin buttered? You want me to butter your muffin for? We're taking a poll. He's doing, doing a new student survey. Yeah. He's, he, he's what's sexual innuendo. She's mm-hmm. not picking it up. And then Regina saves her um, and has her sit with the plastics. And this is where we get inter- introduced to the word fetch, which Gretchen so fetch. is desperately trying to make happen. And she gets invited to have lunch there daily. We want you to eat with us every day. And then afterwards she meets with Janice, who's like, you have to do it because she hates Regina. We don't know why she always cuts Damien off as Mm -hmm. to what, as to what happened. Um, (laughs) But she wants to spy on Regina. I laugh so hard. There's like at one point, cause they're having a, a conversation in the, in the women's bathroom and Damien's there obviously. (laughs) And this, this uh, other girl's like, like, what are you doing here? You can't be like, in here. You can't be in here. He's like, oh my God, Danny DeVito. And just like, <laughs> I love your work. <laughs> I love your work and chases her away. <laughs> it's great. It's Again, the, another quotable that, line from Madison that movie. was saying something earlier, serious, and I chuckled and she looked at me and that's because I was thinking about the Danny DeVito scene. <laughs> I swear to God, out of, out of nowhere. What was I saying? I don't know. It wasn't like you were like weeping or anything. It was oh. just like you were making a point that okay. was in, a, in my head. And I in just, your head, you were just like, Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> you said something that I'm made glad, me remember I'm glad it. that's what, you know, my thoughts make you think. <laughs> yeah. I'm just zoning Danny out DeVito. thinking about Danny DeVito. Yeah. Um, and so I, I thought it works for me, but it is interesting how the movie tries to sell you on the fact that like Katie and Janice are really tight so quickly, mm-hmm. you know, because in reality, she met her like that morning and yeah. she knows Regina equally well that she, she knows Janice, you know, and this whole like spy on her for me is kind of like a bitch. Who are you? You know, <laughs> but it works in the movie. It's just something I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, she immediately gets a crush, much like with Infume uh, when she was a kid uh, on Aaron. <laughs> Poor the, Fume. The, the Fume one thing was kind of funny. He's like, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Um, and her parents are again reading on the porch when she gets home. Her second day was much better because now she's got a crush, a couple friends. Things are kind of working out. She doesn't want to talk about school. Like they, she gives them very little info. Mm-hmm. And that is just how kids are. I think yeah. I've talked about it on the show before. My yeah. son's only 10 and already when I pick him up from school, you have to pry information out of him. And I was taught to use really specific questions. You can't say, how was your day? You have to say, who did you sit with at lunch? 
what was your, uh, what'd you, what's one thing you learned today? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they'll, they'll like be forced to tell you stuff that's specific, yeah. but otherwise yeah. they'll go good. Yeah. Right. When okay. in reality, that's like most of your waking life, dude. And I want to be a part of it. And like, I need to help you. Cause there's some weird shit yeah. that goes on that you're going to try to navigate on your own and you don't mm-hmm. need to. That's what I want to tell him, but he's not going to understand that. School is scary. It is scary. Dude, there's so much yeah. and I could save you so much pain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just be a burnout. Everyone will like you. Or yeah. <laughs> tell me the drama. Just like, don't hey, is fucking there any, wax is there any, him on weed. Is there any tea going on? Is there any drama amongst the... Well, he's at the age where he's just like, fifth grade V bucks, you know? Oh, gotcha. But it's starting soon. V bucks. Yeah. It's the currency you use on Fortnite, Steve. Jesus Uh, Christ. Sorry. Get with it, Steve. (laughs) I was thinking in the context of school, like what are they doing at the school? Yeah. They got their own currency. Like dojo points. You know what those are? Yeah. He's got dojo points. Dojo points. Yeah. Yeah. Not not to be confused with dojo points, which is what I get in my doja cat fan club. You've been Mm. throwing ass on these dojo points. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Every time Chris shares a video of Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding. Two points. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she, she's, she's not t- telling her parents any of the tea. Um, and then we talk about the, the rules of girl world. And she's starting to realize as somebody who's never been a part of it before, that there's all kinds of strange rules to navigating this new society. Um, and do a ponytail once a week. Yeah. Get to wear pink on Mondays. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. What are some of the other rules? Are there other ones? You can't wear, you can only wear sweatpants or like jogger leggings on Fridays. Um, and then there was something else. It was like, you can't wear a certain type of shirt one day or something like that. A vest. That comes up later when uh, Regina's like, those aren't real. We're just messing around. And then Karen's like, it was real when I couldn't sit oh. here because I wore the vest. So it's don't wear a tank top two days in a row. You can mm. only wear your hair in a ponytail once a week. You can so only I guess wear that's today. You can only wear <laughs> jeans or track pants on Friday. You can't buy a scurry without asking your friends first if it looks good on you. Uh, it says that there's more. Hold on. Oh my God. There's so many. Uh, Girl world is crazy. You may think you are like someone, but you could be wrong. Ex-boyfriends are just off limits to friends. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Be effortlessly plastic. Yeah, because she tells her, are you liking anybody right now? And she says, Aaron Samuels. Oh, no, that's Regina's ex. You don't like him. <laughs> she's like, I don't. You can't like him. No. Um, don't worry. It'll be our little secret. And then we get introduced to Kevin Napore, my dude, <laughs> <laughs> who tries to get her to join the math. You can't, like, be mad at his confidence. No. You know what I mean? You're talking about no, mathlete Kevin. You got to admire it. The guy knows who he is. And he's not ashamed. Yeah, he's the kind of person that confuses men into thinking they can say certain things to women because they just don't have the same energy and it doesn't work, right. you know? Like when Kevin comes up to Janice and he's like, I wish it was you shaking that thing out there, you know? Yeah. Nine out of 10 guys cannot say that to a woman. <laughs> Kevin, I think he's, I think he can. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's honestly, it's harmless. It, it is funny. Yeah. I, I love his business card. Janice like, is like a little bit like, she's like, oh, blushing about it. Maybe. And Damien's like, oh, you know, oh. <laughs> oh. and he's got a fucking business yeah, card, his business card, math enthusiasts, dash badass. Bad yeah. Yeah. Got both roles on there. I got two companies. Um, he tries to get her to join the math leads. He wants jackets this year. Yeah. You know why? Because if we have a girl, our, our budget's higher and we can get jackets this year, <laughs> which again, Tina Fey acknowledging the place in academia that women hold, which is. Not a respected one, you know, because even in the actual math league competition, they're like, choose the girl. 
And the other team's like, uh, we also choose the girl because that's their like secret weapon is to like, that's obviously the one that's least yeah. good at math. You use our, the girl. Yeah. So was it a, using the, was it, was the tactics and we could talk about this later. Maybe this is jumping ahead, but was the tactic with that decision to use the girl because they're the worst at the team or was yes. it a, a tactic of like, Oh, if we choose the girl to go up against a, a boy in their mind, they think it's going to be a boy that the boy will be like a oh, girl and not be able to focus. No, I and think then it was just like the plan was thwarted Lindsay because Lohan. they also had a girl. I think the, it was, a, it was playing on the joke that even Lindsay Lohan's uh, Katie's teammates misogyny and saying, pick the girl. And then the other team was like, we also choose the girl because it was like, Oh, you're going to do it sturdy like that. You know, it was, mm. I think it was I, how I read that joke was that they looked down on the women's ability to do math. Okay. Um, that's how yeah, I, read I, that I, I, I could tell they were saying something, but I wasn't quite entirely sure what the, what the message was with that. Yeah. Um, I feel like loser. I could have, I feel like it could have a double meaning though, mm-hmm. or just like, Oh yeah. Katie, Katie's just really pretty. So they didn't want to distract one of the guys. That's why the the woman went up there. You're such a Janice. You keep calling her Caddy. I know. I can't help it. <laughs> Cause Janice is straight up like, I'm going to call you Caddy. Yeah. Katie, Wait, but it's Katie, like, a, Katie, it's a Katie. cute, it's a cute thing. Like it's like a, what your, what your weird friend would do, you know? Yeah. So, you come up with cute little nicknames for your friends sometimes. Yeah. yeah like whore and yeah. Slut. slut. That's how my friends Bitch. were at least. <laughs> Just calling them all bad names. Mm-hmm. Philippinus. <laughs> <laughs> And we, uh, we we get more of the voiceover from Katie and she, you know, she's Regina was like the Barbie doll I never had. Right. Um, you're so lucky to have us to guide you. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. Get in loser. We're going shopping. Yeah. They go, yeah. She tries to say hi to Aaron and ends up going to the mall with the plastics. And that's when we get the whole, the watering hole, uh, animal metaphor where they, they all go ravenously on each other. Uh, and Katie kind of notices they're not great people when Regina calls the girl's mother who's talking to Jason. Yeah, she, it is Jason. It's Gretchen's yeah, yeah. boyfriend or whatever, or, or interest. She, she loves him and pretends to be Planned Parenthood and get her sent home, which is like obviously awful, right? Like yeah. gonna fuck up yeah. a few months of that girl's life at least. And Katie's like, um, what? You know, she's just confused about what's going on right now. Um, and then uh, we go back to Regina's house. We get the milkshake song. Which because her little sister's watching. It's better than, than, than yours. Damn right. right. It's better than yours. I can teach you, but I must love you a fee. <laughs> I have to charge. <laughs> you ever see the, fee. Did you ever see the ye old English version of that song? No, but it's I can so imagine hilarious. just from that line. Hark. <laughs> the whole through line of Regina's little sister being raised by the television on how to be a woman is genius yeah it's never really even like fully commented on it's just in the background and it's genius yeah uh she's just back there watching those music videos and like girls gone wild and shit yeah (laughs) and nobody's paying attention to her at all what's Um, her name kylie and then we meet her mom and her boob job and uh who's leslie fucking nope yeah uh, (laughs) before she ran for office she's great amy poehler's so good in this role so good and i'm such a huge parks and rec fan that it just makes me so happy I love you girls. You keep me young. <laughs> Get out of here. Go fix your hair. She's like, Mom, go fix your hair. You keep me young. Her boobs are hard as rocks. And everybody had. <laughs> the nipples are just like. Ping. The dog's chewing on them and ah, she doesn't even notice. So funny. <laughs> but everybody had a parent like that. A friend with a parent like that. Oh, yeah. Where you could like drink I'm it. A, I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool, cool mom. Like they would give you. Like that was my parents. They weren't clueless like that but they did the whole we'd rather you guys drink here that, since you're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. That's why I had friends in high school was just because. I'd get a, 
a bag of roaches from my dad and my mom would buy us beer and we'd sit downstairs and watch Family Guy and listen to the Beatles and get fucked up at six o'clock, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so her mom's like, are there, is there alcohol in these? Oh no. What kind of mom do you think I am? But do you need some though? Cause I'd rather you do it here. <laughs> like I lost it when she said that. Cause it was like, oh no. Mm-hmm. But except my parents didn't have any money. So it was just like a shitty house and there was no margaritas or anything. Mm. <laughs> it's just like Jack and it was just like rum and Coke. Yeah. Well, liquor <laughs> and big K cola. Yeah. Um, big K cola. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Sailor Jerry rum. That's what it was actually. Uh, and so what else happens there? They all, Oh, they all start to judge each other's bodies. And there's this cool line where Katie is like, I thought it was just skinny and fat, but there's apparently a lot of ways you can hate yourself. And then they start going through all these tiny things they don't like about their bodies. Um, I forget what Katie says. She says, I have really bad breath in the morning. <laughs> and then Regina goes, ew. Yeah. <laughs> ew. Um, and then she gets the drinks. And then they show her the burn book. The burn book. And Janice wants her to steal it. Um, and then they see Mrs. Norwood because they're like, Janice like works in the mall. Mm-hmm. And they see, by the way, so Madison malls were this thing <laughs> where we would. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, are those those like. uh basically empty big buildings that have one store open in them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's oh, all, okay. it's always like a hot topic. Okay. And then a, a bath and body works. Mm-hmm. Oh, and nice. And the last Macy's. And there's like, <laughs> there's like a food court where some of them are boxed up. Yeah. There's like, like the a last Macy's. Auntie Anne's pretzels or whatever. And there's oh, a yeah. the, one the Chinese place. restaurant. Yeah, there's the uh, Annie Ann's, the the Chinese place, and then the cookie place. Yes. Every mall yeah. has one. But there's always like a thriving Victoria's Secret there, too. Oh, yeah. It takes up like three with, storefronts. Uh-huh. With pink yes. as part of the store. Yeah. Well, I have like six of those that pants. Was, that was the shit. It's weird to say that. pink on the front. Um, <laughs> Mine say juicy. Juicy <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <Jussie> couture. <laughs> yeah. So Janice, they're at the mall and they see Mrs. Norbury walk in. And I love that they say seeing <laughs> teachers outside of schools, like seeing a dog walk on its hind legs. <laughs> Such a great line. Um, Which it kind of is. It is. It's it was, weird. It's like, kind of, it's weird, but it's also like exciting. Even the teachers would feel weird. Yeah. Like I, I know my oh, favorite. They probably feel more weird. My favorite teacher was like abhorred when I saw her outside. And like we were pretty close, but she was just like, Mm-mm, absolutely not. I never saw any teachers outside of school in high school, but I have seen teachers outside of school as like as an adult, like recently I've seen. Oh, like ran into your old teachers? Yes. And one of them specifically was at a bar, like a kind of a dive bar environment where there's like this hard rock band playing and there's mo- people moshing. And they're, I just look over at the bar and I'm like, oh my God, that's my English teacher. They're pr- they're playing the lone uh, slot machine at the end of the bar. <laughs> yeah. For only the saddest bartend- bar yeah. attendees. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's weird. Did you buy them a drink? No, but I should have. You should have. They don't even have the money for that. You You're right. Have You're right. I should have yeah. uh, given to the cause. It's Kentucky, Madison. Think of the budget. <laughs> think of think of the teachers. Would someone think of the teachers? Um, and then Regina calls her on the phone about Aaron Samuels, and she survives her three her first three way calling attack, where she basically tries to get her to talk shit about Gretchen. Like, aren't you mad at her for telling me about that? No, not really. I mean, I guess it was bitchy or whatever, but it's not a big deal. So she survives it. She doesn't fall prey to that. Mm-hmm. Madison, Steve, even. Did you know this was a thing? Is our three way, do people call each other with someone else on the line trying to get and not tell you and try to get you to talk shit? Like, I've, this would be, oh man, I'd be so upset. 
This happened to me once. What? What? This did happen to me once. Let me get the burn book. (laughs) (laughs) I was not the one like discussing. It was, I think it was a four-way call actually. Oh my God. I was on, it was, oh my God. I think it was, I think it was eighth grade maybe. We're probably too old. Three-way calling was like invented during our adolescence. (laughs) But I I think I remember. This is brand new technology. (laughs) I remember I did it on my iPhone. Or not my iPhone, my iPod, uh-huh. like oh. my iPod touch. Like uh-huh. I had the, capa- I had the ability to call or I don't know. Like a Wi-Fi something, call? Yeah. Something like that. And mm. I was just on the call. And then my friend that I was talking to had invited these other two girls. And I guess one you of were the them, one they didn't tell was on there. I was just, I was just a bystander. I wasn't even a part of like the actual drama, but I had heard what the other girl had said. I can't fucking just same, same dialogue of like, she said something about her and like whatever they're just talking shit about her. But like, there was like a full argument on the phone. Like, why were you saying And I just was like, holy shit. (laughs) Um, I don't think I hung out with those girls again, but it was just very, Weird. And I had truly never, I guess that's probably like the only really mean girls thing that I've encountered, but, uh, it was just very odd. Cause it was also kind of like my first time ever doing a four way call like that. So mm. for it to be, that is yeah, the first is experience. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I can't even imagine if this was like a common thing in high school for girls to like Again, I don't know. I never experienced it other than that one time, but it's a, it's a devious thing to do. And I bet it did happen. Tina Fey didn't just make this up, right? Yeah. As far as I know, I never, it never happened to me. No no one called you. They could have hung up and then talked shit about me and I never would have been in the wiser. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But more accurately, no one called me. Steve was watching Star Trek and his phone would ring. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like one of those. Uh, <laughs> I, I did have a weird thing happen. Like uh, a lemur that doesn't know what's going on. Uh, what? What? That's, <laughs> that's a disturbance. I did have this weird thing happen in seventh grade. So in seventh grade, there was this girl uh, in that my homeroom weird. class and she was like, let's be boyfriend, girlfriend. And me being a very immature seven, seventh grader who didn't really understand what that concept was, was like, all right, sure. <laughs> And then like we didn't hang out or anything ever outside of school or like even at school, we didn't hang out that much. And like months after the fact, I'm at home and we get a phone call. My mom's like, hey, hey, Steve, you got a call on the phone from somebody. I'm like, oh, okay, who's this? And it's this dude who I don't know. And he's like, hey, man, are you Steve? And I'm like, yes. He's like, uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, Amy was, Amy says that uh, she doesn't want to be her boyfriend anymore. You guys are breaking up. And I'm like, who? Because <laughs> like it, it wasn't a relationship right. at all, oh and like I had honestly forgotten that that was even a thing, and I was just like, "Oh, okay." And it was just very weird. And I was that like the, her new boyfriend that called you? I, I don't Probably. fucking know, man. I, I didn't really hang out with this girl. He was like, "I'll take care of this, I'll babe." Take, I got it. Don't, <laughs> worry. don't worry. I'll he, break his heart for you. He don't hung worry. up, and they're like, "Now we can hold hands, <laughs> guilt free. <laughs> we can hold pinkies." Yeah. Only I remember hanging up the phone and, my, and I was, you know, I'm in seventh grade, but I hung up the phone. I was just, I guess I was standing there just staring at the phone. Like what happened? And my mom's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, I got dumped, I guess. And she's like, did you have a girlfriend? I'm like, apparently. <laughs> Such a weird thing. Well, in seventh grade, you're like 12, right? Yeah. Yeah. 12, 13. Yeah. I mean, I was watching like South Park, a bigger, longer uncut, you know, at 12. 
you know. Oh, I was probably watching that too. Yeah, well. you probably, you knew what was up. I was just socially immature. Like I didn't know anything. Like I, I had zero interest in dating until I was like 16. Like if like, I remember being 15, be like, Steve, you want to go out? Be like, why? And <laughs> <laughs> do what? Why? What are you talking about? It's like Barbie or Ken, like prompting Barbie, like, can I stay over tonight? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why? <laughs> this is my house. Because we're boyfriend, girlfriend. And then she's when like, he walks away, he's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he got dumped. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I had a similar like late blooming kind of thing. I mean, I, I, uh, I had my first, my first kiss was with my buddy, Jordan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. He was like, you can kiss anybody. Well, let's do it. You know? And we were out, we were in front of a church. I love uh, that. And we were like, I remember we were mixing fireworks together into a two liter, like all of the powder. What a romantic gesture. We were taking all the powder out of fireworks. And I'm going to try the next time Eric is over. <laughs> and making bombs, basically. basically. And then all five of us dudes were out there and they were like, oh, Chris has never kissed anybody. He's like, I'll kiss you right now, bro. And I was like, for that's real? a good friend. I know. Yeah, that's a good he's friend. looking out for you. So that was my first kiss. I like and to hope then, that there was a dude in the church looking out the window like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. Go it was back a church. to the bombs. <laughs> Why were we trying to blow it up the church too? It's like, I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> but then I, I like lost my virginity and stuff like the same year. Like it was all like at once. To the know same I mean? guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately. Was, what a great freshency. Um, but yeah, it was just, you know, it's just a weird, everything was like, Nothing, nothing. Because, I mean, all my friends had, like, second base, blah, 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 for mm -hmm. years. And it's just a bunch of nothing, mm -hmm. you know? And then it was, like, yeah. everything all of a sudden. No yeah. play. <laughs> None. None. Yep. I never went to dances. I never went to a prom. I had a very... Aww. Strange. Oh my god! I went to five high school experience. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It sounds like my personal hell. Proms, honestly, man. I went to two middle school dances. Uh, Did you go to a sock hop? Yes. Ooh. Miserable experiences. You know, because I was like that kid who had like one cool shirt that he wore three days a week. That you find out ten years later was the most garish, uncool shirt. Like <laughs> it had like a giant cartoon kid with a hat and a bunch of rings on doing one of these oh, like yeah. bright red and black. Oh, and, stuff. I, I and I was see like, this shirt. thing is fucking noise. <laughs> so I wore it every Monday, <laughs> Wednesday shit. and Friday. Made my mom clean it and stuff. Come to find out everybody fucking hates that shirt and I'm always wearing it and they totally <laughs> notice, you know? <laughs> so anyway, that hints the no, you know, action I was getting. <laughs> Blame it on the shirt. That's right. Well, that was just a symptom of I wore like girls softball pants and stuff. Hey, those are comfy. My mom was getting free clothes. Like, slide, from the, like sliders? Dude, I, yeah, my like mom was getting shorts? free clothes from the sh from the church and stuff. That's what I wore. They're was comfy. Like donated clothes. Yeah, and the softball uh, donation to the Christian church uh, journey is strong one. Apparently. Strong and I, so I wore sweatpants all the time that said Ryle fast pitch. <laughs> but I remember thinking like pitch is spelled wrong. It's like P I T S C H or whatever. Um, Say that again. P I T S C H something like that. Anyway, oh, pike. I, I thought they were baseball. Mm. No, no, no. Those are girls softball, softball pants. pants. And guess who knew everybody, but me <laughs> who played sports and stuff, which I did not, you know? So I'm just like rocking those and that shirt and that button up shirt. <laughs> like, what's up, I'm guys? surprised you didn't get shit for wearing another high school's shit. 
Now, nah, are you going to pick on the free lunch kid wearing the church pants? <laughs> That's kind of mean. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Don't kick, don't kick him while he's down. He's yeah, not the teachers. He's cool. Yeah. Well, that's what led me to the burnouts because you you could see me now as, in that form. Pants. And I look over and there's a bunch of fucking dudes with mohawks and color in their fingernails and stuff. And I'm like, those. that's where I should sit. You know? <laughs> that's, nice. That's, yeah. Those I literally made a conscious decision to change my personality. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. I, I listened to Ozzy Osbourne and Eminem and Smash Mouth, but mostly nothing. And I mostly just read fantasy books. Sounds like you were listening to everything. And I walked the over there and they were like, you like, <laughs> you like Green Day? And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. And I went home and like, do you say Mom, I need to go Day to is my favorite store. holiday. <laughs> you put Dookie on, you said, let's go. Yeah, I had to learn quick, you know? Mm-hmm. This episode was brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, you know what's good for you, but your brain gets in the way and you just can't quite pull it off. Like when you're trying to fall asleep at night, you know, you got to get up at 7 a.m. You got to work. You want to go to the gym before work. But at 3 a.m., you're just thinking about hippopotamuses, hippopotami. I don't know how to pluralize it. It doesn't matter. You get the idea. So sometimes your brain's getting in its own way. You know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. You can help find the blocks in your life that are getting in your way. And BetterHelp can get you there. It can match you up with a licensed therapist to help meet your needs. If you don't like your therapist, you can switch free of charge at any time. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash streaming things. Gobble, gobble, stream fiends. It is the month of November and thus comes Thanksgiving if you celebrate it here in the States. But it's a month where we want to take a step back and just really appreciate and be thankful for everything that we have here at Streaming Things. One of the many things that we are thankful for are our patrons at all tiers, but especially our super patrons, which we shout out each and every month here on the podcast. Let's get to it. We are thankful for you, Sydney B, Becky the Farmer, Kaylee Sampson, Stanton Valentino, Anthony Corona, and Brent Stradamus, it's a great name. Sunshine, Huckleberry Cauliflower, Optimus, Mike from New Hampshire, Brett X, Emily Scarano, Lil Tickler, Svento7, Jace Gramo, AK Ashley Ray, Adam Busby, Wendy Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, Big Bud Horny got an upgrade, Conrad, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz, Rodriguez, Charlie Friday, Alexis Adler, Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, John Collins, Amanda King, Trisha Bueller, Sun Loving, Mortal, Suzanne Road, Lauren Waller, Jadine Klitsch Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kalisha Reeves, Aaron Armstrong, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Ashley Powers, Stephen the Fifth, Casey McCain, and Enza. And with that, let's get back to the show. Gobble gobble. Any hoozle. Um it's when uh she talks a lot about Aaron Samuels in the next scene after the three-way calling attack. Uh, I spoke to him a total of three times, right? And this is where he's like, he asked me what day it was. It's October 2nd or whatever. October 3rd. Uh, <laughs> uh, we should make that a national holiday. She asks it for- It is. People do post on that. Really? Good. Yeah. She asks for uh, the wrong answers for him to help her in math, but she's much better than him at math. Um, and then he invites her to a Halloween party. Gruel. 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 I was going to say cool. And then I decided to say great. And then it came out gruel. 
Uh, should, honestly, gruel is a good thing to use in a sentence when you're talking about a Halloween party. Sure. Yeah. Gruel. And she lies to the mathletes and then she finds out about Girl World Halloween uh, <laughs> where she's in Girl World actually trying to get a scary costume together. And it's a, it's the one day of the year where you can dress like a, a slut and nobody cares or whatever. Halloween right? is the one night a year where a girl can dress like a total slut and no other girls can say anything about it. The really hardcore girls just wear lingerie and some kind of animal ears, <laughs> <laughs> which is totally true. Yeah. It's 100% and everyone true. at the party is just wearing like bunny and cat ears and, and lingerie. Yeah. Gretchen's like, Karen, what are you? And she's like a mouse. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Karen's my hero. Uh-huh. Um, and Regina's dad weeping. That was a good little touch when I cut to him briefly. Um, and then Karen kissing her cousin, Seth. Oh. It's okay because we're first cousins. We're first cousins. So you know, you have your, first cousins. You have your cousins, then you have your first cousins. And Gretchen's like, no. No, honey. No, babe. No. Okay. And then later when it cuts back to them, she goes, Seth, and runs off screen. And it's like, yes, she doesn't care. She's killing it in that role. Oh, gosh. Um, Amanda Seyfried's killing it. Didn't then, she not want to do this role? I forget. I think I saw something about that where she was hesitant to, to do this role. Probably. I mean, she was um, doing some pretty deep dramatic stuff already. Was this, at this before point. Jennifer's body or after? I think it's after. I could be wrong. Okay. Oh, I think it's before. Is I it think before? you are right. It's 2004. Think, Jennifer's body was, I was working, what, Was it six? It's 09. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I was working at the movie theater for Jennifer's body. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Because anyway. then you had all the dudes who were like, I'm here to see Jennifer's body. Ticket for one. And they were, <laughs> they were misinformed with the type of movie that it was. Yeah. Um, yep. Actually, a deep critique of you, sir. Have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then Katie shows up looking crazy like a zombie bride zombie bride yeah, she's got the like uh fake, fake teeth. teeth and shit like oh no yeah yeah and she, then, she she has a lot of growing up to do and at this point regina has told katie yeah like i'll i'll put in a good word with you. you yeah and I, I there is a part of me that thinks regina was initially going to do that but then when aaron because i think her interpretation was aaron wasn't interested at all but then when she found out that Aaron was interested is when she started making up shit mm-hmm. about her. Cause I think because she sees, sees her as a threat. Well, just, yeah. Well, Regina, I think wants to be the top like desirable woman at the high school. And when she's not, it's like, Oh, well actually she is obsessed with you. And you know, does this weird thing, like weird voodoo thing to this lock of hair that she has. And mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's when he finally, he's like, uh. he's like, Oh, it's kind of, Weird. Yeah, she, because he, like, yeah, didn't she say like she saved a Kleenex that you used? Oh yeah, that's clone you Kleenex. something yeah. like that. Well, and I think that that's when she initially meets Katie. That's what's happening, right? It's she like she does think she's gorgeous. You know, when I mean, she sees the red hair and she's like, "Oh my god, you're beautiful!" Right? And and because of the way society is and her own insecurities, she doesn't take that to be like, "Oh my god, you're so beautiful." Let me help you. She's thinking, oh, no, no you're a threat. You're, you're possibly going to unseat me in the social hierarchy. So I have to do what I can early. And the best way to do that is actually to keep you close. So I know everything about what's going on in your life. So I won't be blindsided by it. So the, hence mean girls, right? Like that's all of your quote unquote friends are just like keeping their enemies closer type people is all that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it is true that in my experience, uh, kids in general suck, but like guys don't have to deal with that anywhere near as much. There's like not even... Like guys aren't thinking about taking other guys down. You know what I mean? But I mean, do men recognize like 
Because I'm sure everybody's interpretation of who's attractive and who isn't is different. But do men just like universally, like a guy group, be like, oh, yeah, of course, so and so is like getting hit on because he's the most attractive guy here? Like, is that. I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I'm not really? the one to ask as somebody who's frequent, like everyone who's ever met me has assumed immediately upon meeting me that I'm gay. So I must be extremely comfortable and effeminate. I thought you were a teen uh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but also like there, so like I've been able to do that. I don't think that's a topic of conversation amongst men though. Mm. Like until later in life with more maturity, can you say like, oh, he's a handsome guy, right? Like, I but there is a lot of jealousy among boys. I think boys. the only thing, sure. yeah, the only, the, the, the closest similarity I can think of with guys is like in terms of like sports teams and like places on a team and mm. that kind of rivalry. I think there is like an orangutan territorialness to <laughs> women though. Like when it came to, uh, I can, this is embarrassing, but I will tell this story just to make a point. I had a huge crush. I've told you, I've talked about this girl, probably an, an uncomfortable amount on the show, but it was a girl I had a huge crush on for my entire high school career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at one point, and a lot of people did in our group because she was like a rocker chick. So it was like in my rocker crew. She's it cool. was like, yeah, cool she was girl. awesome. Right. She knew a ton about music. Uh, she dressed like she wore the button ups with the tie that was loose, like Avril Lavigne Ooh. style and shit. But she was pissed when Avril Lavigne came out because it's like <laughs> it popularized her. Her, her look. cool look, you know, yeah. and like oh, every poser bitch in the school is going to dress like that now. Um, <laughs> so I, I was talking to her at my buddy's house on the phone in his kitchen and all three of us had varying degrees of crush on her. But like I was honestly unhinged about it and I was talking to her and then he came up because he wanted to go outside. But he was also like jealous that I was talking to her probably. Right. And he hung up the phone <gasps> and we full on beat the shit out of each other over that. Like, and so that, and I picture like the watering hole animals at the mall scene because like, oh, I just God. like blacked out <gasps> and tackled him. And then he like just choking me out and flipped around on the kitchen floor and shit, you know? And our other friend who's like a bro is like skateboarder guy. who's just like, he's like, what are y'all doing? No, he's just like eating chips. Like, huh? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get him. WWE uh, raw. Yeah. So cool. That man had a family. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, so I think there is a degree Can't laser of, with a steel chair. All of the male competitiveness is to uh, is all about attention from women. And other than that, we don't really even care. I don't think. Whereas the girls are like just mad in principle about all kinds of stuff. Does that make sense? Well, I think, sense? I think, I'm trying to figure this out as I talk. I mean, I feel like I haven't necessarily again. I feel like most of my friends are at least not vocal about it or at least like making it seem like, oh, well, you're just being hit on because you look like that. Like, that's not the language that we use with each other. Um, I don't, but I I've, have heard drama of girls being like, well, that's why she got hit on because she's like, she has big boobs or she like, you know, this, that, whatever. Um, and I think it's just truly, it boils down to the insecurity that you have of yourself and you're just projecting that onto other yeah, people. Absolutely. Um, which... It's because I I do sympathize with women that are insecure because it's just portrayed onto them by the society. And most women inherit that trait from their moms being also in a similar situation and their moms or their fathers being very critique of their, you know, their bodies and, you know, their image. And so it just kind of trickles down and it makes women, it like pins women against each other and it really 
it really sucks because women are great. And yeah, I agree. I Such agree. A women long, are a great. Long, a long tangent. Yeah. I think emotional intelligence involves wishing success and, and all of that for, for other a people. Man. Ugh. Especially Aaron. Aaron's yeah. little Justin Bieber looking ass. Men don't deserve it. Plays soccer. He does play. <laughs> he does play football. Um, I it was soccer. It, well, football. Uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, What's wrong with playing soccer? Gagged or nothing. That, did I use that right. Um, so he, where are we at? Is it the party? Oh yeah. That's just when Regina betrays her and Slut. yeah. And then we that get, bitch. we get that like long Dutch angle at where <laughs> the world turns upside down for Katie. This is the first time she's ever been betrayed. Right. She's like, Oh, I felt like puking. I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, I love, by the way, the little humor when she storms out of the house and scares the fuck out of the dude on the porch <laughs> and he like falls. It's, she and then Janice and Damon are watching scary movies and she like bursts open yeah. like yeah. right as the scary part. And they like oh. throw the popcorn everywhere. This is when they make the plan to take down Regina by cutting off her resources. Resources um, of power. When she goes back to school. She gets a hug from Regina through Gretchen. Uh, <laughs> she told me to give you a hug. Um, she wanted you to have this. And Regina's with Aaron. She's cutting. She's trying to drop three pounds repeatedly throughout this entire movie. So she's drinking cranberry juice. And he points out it's cranberry juice cocktail. It's, it's just sugar. Full of sugar. And they put foot cream on her face, but he loves the peppermint smell. They cut the nips out of her shirt, uh, but she inadvertently starts a new fashion trend at the school. Um, and then <laughs> she denies talking to Janice as a friend when Regina comes up to her uh, when they're, they're they're giving out candy grams or whatever. That's what they were called at my school. The candy cane things. Yeah. Um, She's just talking about crack. Um, <laughs> Damien's line, say crack again. But it's not even like a joke. Like she's saying crack too many times. He just wanted her to say it wanted again. I don't know. It. It's the way it's played is so funny. <laughs> say crack again. Crack. And then it's just done. Um, uh, but we find out then that Regina, we finally find out the backstory from Regina, that Regina used to be best friends with Janice. Uh, and that's where we get the famous line. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> Um, and she told everybody that she was a lesbian and that's why she couldn't come to the party. And it's so like, there's no self-awareness to Regina at all. And I get so many Gen Z hot takes about how Regina, like Katie's a terrible person and Regina George is a victim in this movie and stuff. I don't know if you've mm, seen those essays. I haven't. Wild stuff. Interesting. That's, it's, that's a take. It's, mo it's moments like it this where I'm like, she's actively homophobic. Mm -hmm. in present day saying like, I couldn't just have like a lesbian at my pool party. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or it's just like the insult or the way to deteriorate this, this woman is to call her a lesbian, like to make her undesirable by other people. Right. Like, why is that even a thing? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, so that's what she tells her. That's what happened to Janice. And so Janice is very understandably, very upset. Like that kind of, um, uh, her whole life was kind of changed by that, right? She returned to school the next year, completely different is what she says. Mm -hmm. um, so then they get the candy can candy cane plan, uh, which I think Katie oh, comes was, up with it by herself. Uh, there was one relief and I liked this little callback where at th this random girl just walks by with a skirt and Regina's like, Oh my mm -hmm. God, I love that skirt. Where'd you get it? Oh, that's the ugliest skirt I've ever seen in my life. And then she has that flashback. Cause it's the same thing she did to her about her mom's bracelet. Yeah. In yeah. the beginning. Like, and this is, this is uh, Katie fully realizing like the oh, double Regina, meanings behind every interaction. Yeah. Regina has been lying this whole time. It's very sad, very sad moment for her. Not that Katie's an innocent person. I didn't mean to say that. I just think, no. I just think the essay about how Regina, 
as a good person is just a wild thing to say. I think the only thing that I noticed that I agree with Regina on is when she said that thing to Jason, when she saw that he was picking on her, I got the beginning, yeah. like buttering your mouth. Like I'm like, do you yeah. want to have sex with him? Exactly. Like nope. solve that. I, for I, you. That, <laughs> that is probably the most like, okay, that's a girl's girl thing to say Yeah. from, but other than that, I have not, Mm-mm. there's, I don't think there's anything else that, portrays Regina as Yeah, I feel like victim. by the end of the movie, there's like space for that character to grow into a better person. Which she does. Which and I think she yeah. does through like getting into a, like a different group of friends, getting a different activity, letting all her rage out and all that stuff. I think there's per- space for those characters to grow and become better human beings, but she's not a great human being at the beginning of the movie. No, and, and Katie I think only the whole does point what she the, does as a direct result of the the things that Regina does on her. The whole point is that not, there's no villains here except for patriarchy, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? The patriarchy, yeah, right. It's not and, the horse one either. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Unfortunately, I kind of lost interest when I found out it wasn't about horses. Um, <laughs> but also, like, I, I just don't like hot take essay culture. Sometimes it really annoys me, especially about certain properties where like the themes are very obvious. Um, sure. Yeah. But so they do the candy cane plan. They try to alienate Gretchen first, which is successful. She thinks Regina's mad at her. And so the secrets start spilling out. We go to the talent show. We start with Damien singing, I think, James Blunt from that one song that was insanely popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Back when VH1 videos were still rolling out Don't all the time. Um, <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> That's what he says when he's like, yeah, yeah. I, I like I, I get that. And then he cuts to Tina Fey and she just refuses to look like, okay. That's <laughs> such a good little weird joke. Um, and then we cut to Gretchen spilling secrets. Um, uh, I forget what the secrets are. Regina's parents aren't sleeping in the same bed anymore. That's one. Uh, she doesn't even she, like you that much. I'm the only she person got her, who knows she her got a nose job. job. Yeah. She's sleeping with that guy in the, Oh, that's the big one. Uh, she's cheating on Aaron. She's cheating on Aaron. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, uh the blonde one. Yeah. Her actual boyfriend eventually. Yeah. I, for, I, I got his name written down a thousand times. I just can't see it right now. Something Oman, Brian Oman or something. Anyway, uh, Kevin G, the mathlete, that's when he hits on Janice. And then we get the famous KG and the power of three. That's right, baby. <laughs> and then we get the jingle bell rock segment, which is w- w- wild. That would never have been performed at our high school. But uh, they actually, I love when she kicks the radio into Jason's <laughs> face. Um, and then I got to say, the, so the, the jingle bell rock thing, when it first starts off, all I could think of is this is painful to watch because there's nothing more painful than people poorly lip syncing and doing a dance. But then when the, the radio goes out and they actually start singing, I'm like, okay, this is a performance. All yeah. right. Yeah. This is fun. This isn't Steve, awkward at all. Famous, huge fan of karaoke. Was yeah. Just into that part. Get in there and sing, baby. Get in there and sing. <laughs> Acapella, baby. Also again, Tim Meadows, Tim Meadows is my hero. Cause uh KG and the power of three are doing their rap. And then like, it gets pretty, uh, uh vulgar, vulgar. And the <laughs> principal's just like, okay, Kevin, <laughs> like that's such a He's principal so... thing. Okay, Kevin. So sick of this job. Understandably so. (laughs) I left the South Side for this. Um, (laughs) And then they get into a big fight. That's when Gretchen, because she makes Katie and Gretchen switch places. Like there's a couple little things where she's shitting on Gretchen at the time where Gretchen already thinks she's mad at her because of Katie's plotting. Mm -hmm. And so afterwards, she screams at her like, stop trying to make fetch happen. Right. It's never going to happen. And that's when Gretchen's like, oh, fuck this. And she goes I think we should totally stab Caesar, you guys. (laughs) The Caesar, Julius Caesar project thing where she's Brutus. And Brutus is a totally cool person too, probably. And (laughs) I fucking do. It's it's so wonderful. Um, And then she talks about how 
what a fascist she really is. Like, I'm not allowed to wear hoop earrings because that's her thing. And I got this great gift. And I had to pretend to my parents I didn't like them. Um, oh, this she, is when she talks about Aaron. And then she Shane, tells him, Shane Oman. Shane, Shane Oman. She's yeah. cheating on Aaron. Uh, so they keep trying to get Aaron to organically catch Regina in the act. They inadvertently catch Coach Carr and Trang Pack. It looks like that thief's headed towards the pro- second floor projector yeah. room. <laughs> um, Coach Carr? Oh, um, yeah. That, I mean, is this the joke that you don't think they can make nowadays? You mentioned No, the- I'm, I will not say the joke. But oh, just okay. Ooh, well, now, now I'm just mm. even more curious now as to what know. the joke is. <laughs> uh, and then they trick her into eating calteen bars because they help uh, the Swedish candy bars help people gain weight. I really want to lose three pounds. Uh, but she's starting to be sucked into being a real plastic. And Janice and Damien are starting to notice that. Like she's just always talking about Regina. Um, I love the scene where the, even the principal is talking about the rumors. Like I hear she's dating Shane Oman again. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, just, it's funny. Uh, she starts, I love the looking at the like breaking the the fourth wall and the characters like looking right at the camera. I think that's mm-hmm. comedy gold for this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she starts flunking math on purpose. Gets Aaron to tutor her, who's terrible at math, and then they end up kissing. Um, and that's when she tells him. She that. tells him point blank about Shane Oman because the word vomit. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't contain it. And Regina's livid about this. How would he? Le- how dare he? I gave everything to him. I was half a virgin when I met him. <laughs> Uh, and then Karen's I love, like, I love Karen's. Let's what are you going to Taco, Taco Bell? Bell? <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to I, Taco Bell. I, guys, I get Karen. All right. Yeah. I get her. Whenever life's thrown me Bell? a curveball, it's time to make a run for the border, y'all. Plus, it's time for that fourth meal. It's true. That, and your breasts can also tell when it's raining. I have ESPN or something. It's true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, they get Gretchen. I can put my whole fist in my mouth. You guys want to see? You can't. I do no, want to see that. Okay. I couldn't do that. My fist is big. They get Gretchen and Janice <laughs> nominated for the spring fling, but Katie really is nominated. Oh, she was like, why did you do that as a joke? Yeah. Damon's like, I didn't. No, I didn't, but they, they kind of don't like that. She's actually pleased about that. Right. Um, Regina won't fit into her dress. I, I, even the girl at the clothing shop is a bitch. She's like, mm-hmm. we only carry sizes one, three, and five. Try Sears. <laughs> oh. And then the Regina's like, yeah. <gasps> Sears. <laughs> I like how the store is called One Three Five. Oh, is it really? I, oh, yes. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, the store is called One Three Five. We only carry sizes one, three, and five. Which um, makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I, that means. Yeah. <laughs> Those are dress sizes. I know, I know that. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. Is that small? Is that that's, like what? That's really thin. Yeah. Okay. It's really thin. I know it's that. To, it's the fat when, shame. I, honestly, women. the whole weight thing for women was so bad when I was in high school. It was like yeah. zero was the size. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Christina Aguilera wore. Well, you and had all that like stuff, the low you know? cut. We had the know, low cuts. The low cuts. The whale tails. The whale tails. Yeah. yeah like being skinny and bony was the fashion. Mm-hmm. Which is great for my tubby ass. <laughs> <laughs> Had a great school experience. Mm. Um, Katie failing math at this point, uh, and Mrs. Nor Miss Norbury is a pusher. Yeah. Uh, or she talks, she just kind of vents about how she pushed her husband away and stuff. But I'm going to keep pushing you. I'm a pusher. Which pisses Katie off. And she's like, oh, I bet she sells drugs. That's why she's a pusher. Which well, she's just joking, right? But that, that comes back later. She puts her in the burn book. Um, and Put then, it in the book, girl. Then she does a three-way attack on Regina with Gretchen. And this time, Regina it, does fall for it. Surprise. It's a four-way call as well. Surprise, well, surprise. Eventually, they call surprise, Karen. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and they tell her about how she t- called Karen a slut, too, at some point. 
Yeah, this is where the, uh, I, I can't go out. I'm, I'm sick. sick. Boo, you whore. Boo, you whore. <laughs> but I love, the funniest you part go, of this Glenn to Coco. me is where Gretchen's like, yeah, but if somebody said something awful about you, you'd want me to tell you, right? And then there's a beat and Karen goes, no. <laughs> and I fucking, I was like, yes, same. Yeah. You know? I get Karen. <laughs> I Karen You're is right. the heart of this movie. You're right, Steve. She, she's after my own heart. Yeah. No, I'd no, rather not. I really don't. <laughs> I'd rather just go to Taco Bell and I'm bitches sick. leave me alone. Me too. <laughs> I'm sick. Is butter a carb? Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, and then, yes. Yeah, so, wearing sweatpants. I do uh, feel bad Monday. for Regina and this sequence because again the whole point of the movie is that no one should be treated like this right where they they kick her out of the table um and then so the girl like knocks her over like watch where you're going fat ass and Mm -hmm. you know she just kind of storms off angrily yeah um and then gretchen and karen start to follow katie the new queen bee right so katie is supposed to go to janice's art exhibit she's also supposed to go on vacation with her parents she you love up, Lady Smith Black Mambazo. <laughs> she ends up canceling both of them and throwing a party at her house and lying to everybody. Um, and Katie's like looking for Aaron around the house. Aaron ends up in her bedroom. Super weird, by the way, buddy. Um, right. Like if any girl I know at that time in my life caught somebody in their bedroom, they would be like, the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, he's like, no more liars, though. Uh, <laughs> come on. Uh, Aaron's, I think, the weakest character in this movie. Like the whole idea that he's, he's just like some he's innocent. Just there he's just eye candy. Yeah, he's just pretty boy. Uh, and then he, she tells him the truth about math, how she's actually good at math. And then eventually she keeps going and going. And he's like, you're just like a clone of Regina. <laughs> and then she has actual vomit all over him. And he storms out of the party. Then Janice happens to drive by with Damien. Oh, hell. Half That's no fury such... like Lizzie Kaplan scorn. I can't stop this car. I have a curfew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Damien the whole time is so great. It's I have to be home by 1 a.m. and it's 1.10. I yeah. love that scene. Well, he keeps driving until she says, uh, basically, sorry you're so in love with me. And then he slams on the brakes. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we all need a friend like Damien. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but then that's where they, the big falling out happens. You are a mean girl. And she throws it to her. And her painting for her art exhibit was a painting of the three of them being friends. Which is so Aww. sweet. It won an award or something. Yeah. Aww. Digging the knife in. Uh, Regina finds out about the Caltine bars, I think, in the next scene. Because uh, Aaron Shane, uh, Shane tells her. Yeah, she's like, to yeah, make weight. Yeah, Coach makes us eat those two games. Those are so gross. <laughs> and she gets furious. And this is when she has the plot to put herself in the burn book. And that's a good reveal when she cuts out the picture with her and Katie and then uses her own photo. Yeah, it Ooh. is good because you're like, oh, she's putting Katie in. <gasps> no. Because like, what does Katie in the burn book do? Right? Nothing. Right. Nothing. But, her but this the is burn a plot. Book? This girl is the nastiest skank bitch I've ever met. Do not trust her. She is a fugly slut. Just wanted to let you know what What Regina had said. I would never use that language. I remember the first time I heard someone call somebody fugly. (laughs) It was yesterday when you watched the movie. Yeah. (laughs) I think my favorite is Uggo. Uggo? Yeah. Uggo. You Uggo. You Uggo slut. It's too close to Ego and makes me hungry because I love waffles. Uh, and sluts. Does Uggo stem from Ugg boots? I have no like, idea. Like, did Ugg no. boots come out? And it then stems Uggo? from Ugly. Well, yeah. Because Ugg boots stems from Ugly. Oh, it's I got it reverse. Correct. Well, the root word is Ugly. Yeah. And they both stem from that. Okay. Right? I don't know where Ugg Entomology. 
Etymology, baby. <laughs> I don't know where Uggo came from exactly, but I just think it's funny. It is funny. It's mean. It's what it is. But I was a dumb Shut person up, that somebody said, someone said fugly. I remember we were in like cafeteria. <laughs> someone called somebody fugly. I'm like, you fugly bitch. What's fugly? And they're like, fucking I don't think ugly. I've ever heard anyone say fugly organically. It just means fucking ugly. Yeah, I know. But nobody would say that. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, I think fucking ugly is worse than fugly. Yeah. Fugly is like too juvenile. Fugly is like a silly way. You're to fugly. It defangs. You're the, fucking ugly. You're yeah, you're fucking ugly. You're it's way fucking ugly. Yeah, it, yeah, seriously. If you call someone fucking ugly, that has teeth. Whereas if you call them fugly, it totally defangs the, oh the, my the insult. Sure. It's like, <laughs> I keep thinking fupa. I just think it's, say fugly. it's hilarious that you start off with nastiest skank bitch and you end on fugly slut. Fugly slut. Yeah. It's uh, such a fugly slut. Just words are fun, guys. Which are fun. We give words meaning. Yes. Yes, we do. Regina ends up giving the burn book to the principal uh, in the middle of which Coach Coach Carr, unfortunately, is the one in charge of more sex ed. Uh, And then one of the things that's in the burn book is about him making out with uh, what's her name? Anyway, it's real. It's real info that's provided. Um, so the principal wants to get to the bottom of this, starts calling all the girls in. There's only three people in the school who are not named in the book, which I assume is Karen, Gretchen and Katie. Um, That's a lot of people. Yeah. While Regina's putting, uh, excuse me, while the principal's interviewing the three girls, Regina's putting up photocopies of the burn book everywhere. And so the whole school erupts, all the girls at least, into this giant battle royale. Uh, It's like, did you put this in there? No. The actual watering hole, like jungle thing. This Katie Mm -hmm. like tries to wake up. (laughs) Oh no, this is really happening. And I love Gretchen in the uh, in, with the principal saying like, my father, who is the inventor of Toaster Strudel, wouldn't be happy. <laughs> I'm not saying anything just, else without my lawyer and my parents, which is honestly fair. good for you. Fair. Good for you. Yeah. Because yeah, this movie Fight was the made power. at the perfect time to make a Toaster Strudel joke. <laughs> That's true. I, I don't feel like it's a popular snack anymore. No. Toaster Strudel? Toaster Strudel. Toaster Strudel. Jürgen Bargen. Jürgen Strudel Boodle. We put the fruit in the strudel. And yeah. then you put the strudel in the toaster. <laughs> toaster strudel. Toaster strudel. Strudel toaster. Um, they're all fighting. It's crazy. They break uh, Miss Norbury's glasses. And then she sees her page in the burn book about being a drug dealer. Frowns. Aw. She's sad. Um, and then the the girls have gone wild. Does she have a, <laughs> That's a good does she have a Velma moment? Does she like get pushed over and her glasses fall? Yeah. And That's kind of like how she. Tinkies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Daphne picks her up. Yeah. Um, yes. Sorry, I got distracted. Tim Meadows grabs his bat. Yeah. He does the whole, like, I didn't leave the South Side for this and initiates the, he pulls sprinklers. the fire alarm, but that also initiates the sprinklers, which yeah. is nuts. Yeah. I didn't know that automatically happened. Yeah. Oh, dang. When the fire alarm goes off, they want to put the fire out. The, well, robot, like, the robots want to put well, the when fire you pull, out. Like, because students would pull it yeah, all, the all the time. So Yeah, that's like the glass breaky one though. Oh, uh, was it? You know? Oh, the one he, behind yeah, the glass he, like, has the, glass has the, the water access. I like how he like he grabbed the bat like full like were you going to use it? Were you gonna like hit That's what's so funny. It's somebody like, about it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well he you know, he watched the Breakfast Club that morning where that principal said, like, I'm gonna start cracking skulls. And oh, so he go. grabbed his bat. Just in case. Hey, you mess with the bull. Judd Nelson. You get the horns. <laughs> um, audio listeners, we were doing the bullhorns thing. Um, 
Yeah. So then they get all us. Uh, they all assemble in the gymnasium, and uh, I will keep you here all night. We can only keep them until four. I will we'll keep, keep you here until, until four. four. <laughs> Tim Meadows is one of my favorite parts of this movie. So um, such an underutilized guy. All right, guys, let's start talking about our issues. I can't help it if I've got a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. I can't do this shit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help these girls. Miss <laughs> Norbury. Come uh, help me. She's like, I, don't, I, don't I think know. they're pretty pleased with themselves. Like she's because she's mad as yeah. well. Right. I love how that's set up. Uh, and we get some great lines in this uh, group talk kind of thing. How many of you have felt personally victimized by Regina George? Even the teachers and the principal in the back is what kills me. <laughs> and again, the lady that's in the office where she's like, who here has ever been called a slut? And I love that that lady in the back, you can just see her. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Um, but anyway, they go on and go on and go on. And then she asked Katie to admit basically that she wrote in the burn book because she's the only one that could have with the pusher stuff. She yeah. And I'm really disappointed in you, Katie. Um, and then they go to this like, sharing their feelings exercise followed by a trust fall and the girl that doesn't even go to that school <laughs> she doesn't even go here she doesn't even go here she doesn't even go here feelings you um, should go you should leave and then katie skips her turn janice ends up going up there regina makes another lesbian joke and then janice snaps tells them their whole plan about what they've been doing to regina everyone loves it oh yeah outs katie they love janice now but then regina gets hit by a fucking bus <laughs> Suddenly and violently, it's crazy. No, did we talk about Gretchen falling and then only Katie or only Karen's there to yeah, catch her? Yeah, because Gretchen's like, sorry, you guys are like so jealous of me. Yeah. <laughs> that's her apology. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that's the day Regina and George she died. Dies. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. She did get hurt. Of course she did. That was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, she got by final destination. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she gets home to her parents. Her mom is furious and her dad is like, mm. You are, uh, what do they call it? Grounded? Um, I do like that. He doesn't know the word. Yeah. He's like, at least you're a good student still. And she's like, mm, mm, about you, that. You just sign my math homework. Uh, so they, and the school hates her now, or at least her real friends do. Like they force her to sit behind the farty guy. Mm. That uh, poor guy can't help himself. He look. he, he has the, look, <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, he has the look of like, I'm really sorry. No, yeah. he looks satisfied at the end. In though. this one, yeah, he's, he's like, like yeah. finally. <laughs> I, I, I can use my powers for somebody. good. Ripping ass. <laughs> she uh, has to admit to writing the burn book. Uh, you know, her her better personality wins out because Mrs. Norbury is being actually investigated for investigated by drugs. police because of Coach Carr's accusations turned out to be accurate. So now they're looking into Miss Norbury's. Um, she talks about sucking the poison out when you get bit by a snake. Just I don't think actually true. It's just something we say in movies. Uh, <laughs> and she ends up having to mathlete for extra credit because Miss Norbury does forgive her. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is getting ready for the spring for spring fling, including like a, a spinal braced uh, uh, Regina. Regina George. Even Janice um, and Damien are going. And love their suits. Their suits are iconic. Fly as fuck. So that would be good. such a cool Halloween costume. I was just about to say that, but you need That'd a buddy cool. to do it. You, you can just do it by yourself. We could do it. I would love to. You want to? I look fly in suits. Okay. Sick. I never is had he, a blue one. Is he going to be Damien? doesn't matter. Can, they both wear suits. You can be whatever, whoever. Yeah. Oh. Obviously, I'd be Damien. But. Yeah. Well, doesn't Janice have her hair up in a really cool way? It's like slicked back. Are you making fun yeah. of me because I'm bald? <laughs> <laughs> that was my intention. But. <laughs> I shaved my head. I was going for the, you're the taller of the parents. <laughs> this is a choice. This is a choice. This is a choice being bald. <laughs> um... Sort of is. 
So then what happens? Oh, she goes to the, oh, the her, her mom comes home and it's like, oh, where yeah. the fuck is she? And he's like, she went out. She went out. I thought I she was grounded. It's funny that like, she's Are they not going allowed to state championships grounded? for mathletes and they're like, where's she at? Yeah, that's something she should have told them because they would have let her because it's for school. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, it works because they get to see her make the speech and it's like emotional and the, mm-hmm. at the, at the spring fling or whatever. It's the only way to get them there, Steve. But there is like a funny bit when they do go to the dance trying to find her and it's like, <laughs> he doesn't know how grounding works. <laughs> I love that again. line. Are they not allowed out when they're grounded? Yeah. Um, and then she ends up at the, we talked about the math league competition earlier and what ends up happening at the climax there. And she, she answers the question correctly about limits. I don't even know what the fuck that is. The limit doesn't exist. We know limit soldiers. Um, Jesus. Uh, and then <laughs> yeah, she's, she's judging <laughs> Carolyn craft, the other, uh, girl on the yeah, team. And she's yeah. like, Oh, but that's not gonna help me win this competition. Making fun of her doesn't do shit. Right. I'm gonna solve the problem that's in front of me and not worry <clears throat> about what everyone else Come is thinking. Come on. So strong. Message of the movie. Love that. Mind your fucking business. Period. Period. Thank you, Madison. Thank you. I love when, period. When, when I say something and Madison goes period, I'm like, yes. Stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want somebody period. to say that behind me. Period. Like just at Starbucks or whatever, you know, I'd like a uh, iced oat milk shake and espresso. Period. Behind me. You know what I mean? I'd be like, <laughs> there's, yes. there's just a button. <laughs> yeah. Period. Period. Or just save it on my phone. I can play it when I say stuff. Period. (laughs) Somebody catches me. How embarrassing would that be? You just period yourself? That would be iconic. Mm. (laughs) Iconic. Iconic. I'm going to save that one too. Every now and then I'll throw in an iconic. Iconic. Anyway, I'm working on that. You guys uh, just hang with me while I figure that out. But any hoozle, we cut to the spring fling. Uh, Miss Norbury ends up convincing Katie to go. You're already out. Yeah, you're already out. Shane Oman and, and Katie Heron, everybody's there. They're they're the two that are nominated. They win Spring Fling, Queen and King. And Shane is not humble when he wins. Mm. Fuck you! Yes! Let's go! Like, I fucking oh do God. it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Katie makes her speech. The principal cuts in. It's not really required of you to make a speech. You don't have to make a speech. Most people just take she, it and walk off. She gives a piece of the crown to everybody. Compliments all the girls. I love how that the splitting of the crown and giving it to people is a com is commonly referenced in like award shows all the time. I think I forget who's who referenced it at the Oscars, but somebody did accept an Oscar award and was like, "I wish I could Mean Girls the the trophy to my other fellow nominations." Oh wow, or nice. Something like Tina that. Fey's in the audience, like, "Fuck yeah, I fuck wrote yeah. that. I wrote that. I'm hosting this year's Oscars. I need to get." Ro- <laughs> she said, "Tina Fey said, um, I'm going to get some royalties for that right there." Mm. Can't say that on live TV without giving me at least forty bucks. At least, period. You gotta buy. Uh, me, you gotta buy me a drink. Period. And it's a good happy ending. Everybody, we get an epilogue after you know she talks with Aaron. They kiss, gruel, love it. They get the Walker Brothers Pancakes House certificate. Mm-hmm. I, Damien and Janice kiss and then go ew. Ew. And then, <laughs> then Kevin gets himself a woman of color. Sneaks in there. Lebanese. But then we get the epilogue where Regina becomes really good at lacrosse because she's violent and angry and that's good for her. And the jock girls aren't afraid of her. That's right. And uh, Karen gets into meteorology. Yeah. (laughs) It's like pouring on her. She's like, there's a 30% 30 chance it's raining. It's already raining. Mm -hmm. Which is also not how meteorology works, apparently. Did you know that? The 30% the percentiles? So all of us pretty much collectively thought and think and that means that there's a 30% chance it will rain today on Friday. But that's not what it means. Apparently, that means 30% of the 
of the area will 100% receive rain. Did you know this? Mm, which, Interesting. What is the area? Did you? Like wherever your area code is when you open the weather app. Oh, okay. So you're saying, okay, of this circle. Yeah, you know, you open your app and it says. 30% of it will receive rain. Not even the circle. It's like if you open your weather app, say it's iWeather or if you're smart, the Weather Channel app, right? Sure. And, <laughs> and you type it in for Bellevue. Yeah. You have Bellevue set in your phone. So when you open the weather, that's what you see. That means if it says Friday, 60%. That means 60% of Bellevue will receive rain on that day. Hmm. Interesting. I could be wrong, but this is like a- Did a meteorologist tell you that? No, no, no. This is like a TikTok thing. You know, like, oh, we're going to blow your fucking oh. mind right oh, now. Oh, if it's on TikTok. If it's on TikTok. Can't be wrong. <laughs> there you go. Anywho. Um, yeah, Karen's a meteorology. Gretchen joins the one of the, the clicks that everyone loves the coach in. Uh, yes. Uh, Janice and Kevin are dating now. So cute. Yeah. And then uh, the girl world is at peace, but they see some junior plastics. But they are quickly humbled by nearly getting hit <laughs> by, by bus. another bus. <laughs> Psych. Just kidding. Uh, and then it's over. And that's the movie. So now we got some questions. Yes. Uh, from from Scramo. Scramo. She wrote these in on Discord. You can join Discord at patreon.com slash streaming things. That's right here. She writes, happy Mean Girls Day. I am so excited for you guys to cover this movie. You got, Do you guys need snacks? Condoms? Let me know. <laughs> How quotable is this movie? I the limit that. does not exist. I wanted to throw in a few questions to go along with my favorite quotes. Number one, the quote is, one time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. Did you have someone at your school that was idolized like this? What was so great about them? So someone so cool in your school if they got, if they punch you in the face, you'd be like, whoa, yeah. No. No? No, no one like that? I... There was some really popular people, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there were popular people, but, or at least I never interpreted any of them as like, oh, I idolize them. I want to be cool like them. Mm -hmm. The guy who dated that girl that I was in love with mm. <laughs> was very popular also, but also I hated him. I think there, <laughs> I think maybe, obvious reasons. maybe obvious. when I was like, a freshman and I had like known some of the seniors just by proxy with like softball and stuff. Like I would be like, Oh, like that is somebody I look up to. Like mm -hmm. that is somebody I think I would maybe not enjoy being punched in the face by, but you know, would enjoy hanging out with them. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember there was like a cut, no, no, nothing like idolizing, but there was a couple people in my class that were, people were like, oh man, that person's so nice. Mm -hmm. I like them so much. Yeah. Like no one would ever say a bad word about these people just because they were the kindest yeah. people in the world. Yeah. Uh, number two. Okay, everybody grab a rubber. The question is, what was your health class like? Abstinence Same is the thing. key. It's 100%. Every now and then they would make you watch a woman give birth, which I actually respect that. Mm -mm. That was a whole thing. My health class was awful. Like I learned a lot of like the anatomy of my own body from the internet and also other women telling me stuff about women's bodies. Yeah. I, didn't I learn never, I didn't learn anything about men or women's bodies until or even much hygiene later in like, yeah. Mm -hmm. From school. Yeah. I remember like it, it was distilled down to like, we had a health class, but the sex ed part of health class was distilled into like a week 
No, if that or like it was two like weeks. one special day and they were like, all right, guys, real quick. Yeah. And it was like a countdown, like, all right, guys, this is the day we're going to show you slides of STDs. And it was that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. like the flaccid penis chart and something like <laughs> and stuff like that. The blue waffle. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was a like, oh, that was the blue waffle was legendary in my school because they sh- they would show those slides in the class. They showed and so, that? Yeah. And so everyone would be like, oh, my God, you have health. You're, oh, you're going to see the blue waffle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get ready for I, it. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it was just a bunch of food pyramid for me. Mm. Uh, let's see. Grains at the bottom, baby. Number three. We kind of answered this. Number three, the greatest people you ever meet in the worst. Beware the plastics. What was your, was your lunch? Was your lunchroom like this? What table did you sit at? And why do I picture Andy as a sexually active band geek? <laughs> That's actually not wrong. <laughs> really? Yeah. He played trombone. Oh, or no, uh, trumpet. trumpet. Uh, tr- trombone sounds way sexier. <laughs> Tromboner. Yeah, like, he's like, let me do this. Let me, let me, let me get my spit valve. Yeah. <laughs> he was just yeah. He played trumpet. Okay. He had a girlfriend. So it's not wrong. I mean, I think, I think that's accurate. Sexually active band geek. As far as like my high school in particular, I don't think we had assigned seats. Like specific people sat in certain areas. Also our, our lunch was only 20 minutes long. So it wasn't like we had a lot of time. 20 minutes. Yeah. Damn. It sucked. But I will say there was an outdoor area and that was just for seniors. Only seniors could sit outside. That was like the cool thing about being a senior is you got to sit outside and everyone else had to sit inside. Mm. But that was by choice. Like you could go out there if you wanted to. At my school, seniors didn't do shit. And it was great. Like my whole senior year, like there was whole periods where I didn't even have classes. Oh, yeah. And then periods where I was like a worker in the office or whatever. Yeah, I was an aide and a peer tutor, like back to back. So I would just something. wander the halls for most of my senior year and like go into lunch and like, let me get them pretzels, bitch. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, which honestly, my senior year was awesome because of that. Like, I really love my girlfriend. I had lots of friends. I didn't do shit. I was high all the time to the point where I would come back during college and come to the school because my girl, my girlfriend was, was a senior when I was in my first year in college. Mm -hmm. And my, I eventually had my favorite teacher, Miss Davis was told me, stop coming here. It's (laughs) It's so fucking pathetic. (laughs) Never come here again. And I was like, no, but it was right. Like I I wasn't letting it go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, But anyway, Uh, number four on Wednesdays, we wear pink. Did you ever have a club sport friend group with rules? So for sports, we, uh, if we had a game, like a home game, we had to dress up semi-nice, similar to how the the guys, if they had a football game or if they had a basketball game, they had to dress nice to school. Oh yeah. The, the jocks uh, would wear like yeah. a fucking tie yeah, every or, now and then. Or right if, yeah. if football yeah. had a game on Friday, they would wear their jerseys. And actually I think it was my, when I was on varsity, my junior year, I was a captain or no, maybe it was, no, it was my senior year. Me and the other captain, we inherited that on our team. So I t- I made the rule, actually. Like, me and the other captain made the rule because we were kind of like, that's kind of a cool thing to, like, embody. Like, yeah, we have a game, too. Like, this is why we're dressed up. And, you know, not that it would invoke, like, oh, you look good today. Did you go, you know, that dialogue. But it was mm-hmm. to show, like, yeah, we have a game today. So we want to dress up nice for it, you know, make ourselves feel good about having a game that day. Yeah, and so. it also, re- I'm sure it reminds other people that your game's there and yeah. promotes people come out to support you. Yeah, and we also had, like, merch, like, uh, sports stuff that we would wear. Um, mm-hmm. Like, if 
so again, something similar. If we had a game or something, we would wear sports stuff. Yeah, we did that for soccer. Yeah. Uh, we would dress up before games. I think uh, in track, we would... I mean, this wasn't like... And this was kind of something you had to do on your own, but like it was like, oh, you're going to have pasta before... There's a meet tomorrow, so oh. you have pasta the night before... Yeah, it was. That's wild. not a good idea. No, it's not. But back then, it was like you need. Yeah, you got a car. It was, people didn't know. No, <laughs> no, they did not. Um, I, but I can't think of anything else. I, I'm. I think. I feel like we did something for drama, but I can't remember what we did mm. for it. But I. I know it's a drama. I know we fucking did something, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> the theatrics of it all. I know. I'm an actor. Actor. The theater. Did you have play face? Yeah, I love play face. Uh, I mean, as much black as possible, uh, as little effort as possible, for sure. Mm -hmm. You couldn't like look like you actually tried to impress anybody or ironically, that was how you impressed us was like by not caring. Oh, you didn't shower this morning? Sweet. Mm. I can smell it. Mm -hmm. Don't let society dictate your actions. Right, bro. (laughs) But I couldn't wear Holland, uh, even if I could afford it, I could never wear it. Tommy Hilfiger, Hollander, Hollandaise, whatever the Hollandaise. <laughs> <laughs> um, None of that stuff was allowed. Number five, whatever. I'm getting cheese fries. What was the best thing your lunchroom served? I love Taco Day. Taco oh. Day. So, oh, sorry. Keep going. That's it. <laughs> Stromboli. Weirdly enough, we we had Chicken Wen, which was Chicken Tenders Wednesday. Chicken Wen. Yeah. Uh, the Obama Michelle's uh, lunch initiative really put a t- <laughs> took a toll on uh, our school lunches because oh, no. I remember in sixth grade prior to actually no Obama was president then or whatever when the that lunch rule started I remember the major change of lunch being like really like like loaded nachos with like jalapenos salsa like in the burgers were like stacked and then after that it was like like very like bare bones, like food. Um, Here's a pickle. But the best one, and each day was something different. Like Monday was always this, Tuesday was always this, but Wednesday. Chick 10 win. Chick 10 win. Chicken tender Wednesday. Yeah. So that was the best one. I remember at my school, the there was a big, everyone loved the tater tot. And then similarly, mm, I think yeah. there was a, a chicken tenders thing as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, that people got really, really into. Ooh, also we we had a local sushi place opening up across the what? way. Where did so you they, go to school? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we lived across from like a, a strip mall. And so there was a new sushi place going in. You go to Dixie or something? I did. Mm-hmm. And no, okay, it makes sense. Though. And so it was Crest, it was coming together. It was Crestview Hills that was across the way. And yeah. they were having a sushi place put in. And so I guess a way that they were gonna promote the, the place was having every Friday they had somebody come in and sell packaged Drugs. sushi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. I'm sure. Yeah, sometime, I'm sure yeah. yeah. Um, but that was cool. Sometimes, but you had to pay for it out of pocket. So sometimes I would, if I had a $10 bill, I'd just get buy some, some sushi. sushi. Get yeah. some sushi. That was kind of the first, my first introduction, introduction to sushi. Hmm. And it's called an introduction. The first introduction. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we at? Number six, that's social suicide. Were you in any clubs? No. I was. I was in drama mm. and I was on the chess team for a spell. That. I've talked about chess team a lot on the podcast. I was the worst one. I was there for the pizza <laughs> and the pizza only. <laughs> 
I played basketball until my sophomore year, played softball all four years. I did, I don't want to say I was in drama club, but I mm. helped build the set for one of the classes. And then I took drama, I was in drama twice with the same teacher. So I just kind of helped with everything. Oh, that's fun. Um, I actually, I did sneak into the drama club picture. So naturally, <laughs> naturally. And then I think that was it. I wasn't super involved outside of my sports, um, in high school, but college, I, I popped off a little bit when mm-hmm. went into some clubs. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Like I, I don't consider myself like an involved high schooler either, but when I look back on it, I was like, Oh, I mean, I was in, I, I did soccer. I did track. I did drama. I did mm-hmm. the chess team. Um, but like, I never like considered like myself involved in the school. It's kind of weird to think back when you like list it out like that. Um, I'm a mouse. Duh. What's your favorite sexy Halloween costume? Did you have parties like that in high school? Did you go? Uh, I did not go to any parties in high school. Madison was, I was not never invited. invited to these parties. I heard, I knew who had the quote unquote cool parents that had the Raiders at their parties all the time. Mm. Never invited to those parties. I went to parties. I partied hard. Yes. We had lots of big house parties, nice. uh, but I, I, it's so weird. I never did a single fucking thing. I'm, I'm, so I'm star. I'm like thinking as a parent now, like, is that what happened? Cause like I, I was in zero clubs. I played zero sports, uh, but I had all that idle time to like figure out how to get cough syrup and drink it and stuff. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like make bongs out of, out of apples and, 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 and aluminum powered, cans. Powered and bottles, yeah. apples. So, yeah. yeah. So it's like, maybe if I'd been busier, maybe I'd just keep my son in sports and stuff. And I'm not saying like sports people don't go down bad paths too, but I just think like I did nothing. And like, <laughs> I never, I was a lot of drugs. I was always scared because I was involved in sports and sports did overrun my life. Uh, I was nervous because. But idle hands do the devil's work. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so I, I was always nervous to like partake in any, any drinking or anything like that. Cause I, I never wanted to get kicked out of sports because people talk and stuff like that. So I was always nervous. And Period. then I really, I went to a party my senior year and it was only because like, I'm sure there were parties that were happening. I just never heard about them or were, were invited to, but th- there was a homecoming party. It was after the homecoming dance or whatever. And it got busted. And so I was like, well, why the fuck would I want to... It got busted like while we were there for maybe 20 minutes. I don't even know if I ever went, went inside the house. <laughs> so I was just Jeez. like, well, yeah. What was the point of that? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Uh, but no. As far as costumes, though, sex, fun, sexy costumes. I don't necessarily. Are these, are these costumes that we've worn or just that we've like seen? I, I was not a big Halloween dresser upper either. So I'm a lame person. To, for I don't know if I've questions. ever really inherited like or have embodied like wearing a sexy Halloween costume. Yeah. But Misty. Well, yeah, fair, fair. But that's not for Halloween. It's that's just, just for fun. Baby. That's fun. just for every day. <laughs> but I appreciate when people are really, really unique or really niche with their Halloween costumes. Those are my favorite. Yeah, I agree. And if it's a little sexy, then that's an added Oops. bonus. Oops. I appreciate, I'll appreciate <laughs> the, the sexy costumes that are also like, they know this is stupid. So they're leaning into it. Like yeah. I'm a sexy trash man. I like, <laughs> like I like that a, type of stuff. A sexy nun. Those are my favorite. With sexy nun. Those are my favorite. Would you like to confess some things, Madison? Maybe later. <laughs> what about pirates? Yeah. 
but, but sexy pirates are just inherently sexy. Yeah. yeah. So it's nothing. There's nothing funny about a sexy pirate. Right. But a sexy nun. I get I, what you're saying. The irony. Oh. oh. <laughs> you go, Glen Coco. Did you have candy grams and did you send or receive any? We did. I did. I did not. <laughs> nice. Who'd you send it, who'd you send it to? People. Himself. Uh, mostly friends. I got some from my friends. You know, oh, like. That's kind of you. Bros that were also not receiving them were like, well, send me one. Like, you know. That way you can see people see you receiving them. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, oh. But it's oh, just, oh, it's just Andy from? that sent it to me. You know what I mean? We, it didn't uh, work. I think our friends, we had some, like our friend group would send them to each other. But we, another thing with sports is we had uh, like big sister, little sister, kind of like embodying like a sorority thing. But an older softball player would, you know, have like a younger sister, which is in the, in the team, like a freshman or a sophomore. And they would buy them candy grams and like have like a nice note. So that happened to me when I was a freshman and then I did it for another younger person. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But as far as like sending it to like a romantic interest, never happened. Never. (laughs) Never. Uh, We didn't have candy grams. We did um, uh, like flowers. Like it was around those two. Yeah. Valentine's Day. We did the flower thing. We had a couple of different things. We did flowers too. And then I think it was like candy cane Christmas ones. At least I don't remember doing I don't remember doing the candy gram ones. Maybe we did. I just didn't have no one sent one to me and mm. I never sent them to anybody else. Yeah, I remember so we didn't have those. Yeah. No. I never got any. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see. That's why your girlfriend left you. Oh. Never sent her uh. one. Oh. Uh, we got three more. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Were you ever in a talent show? No, 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 nope. Uh, I think I was, but it was like in middle school. Like it wasn't high. I wasn't in a talent show in high school, but like in middle school, I, I think might have, I did. Uh, my band might have played, but I don't think so. Like back when it was like required, did you did you ever have like required talent shows? Like like all right, everyone has the grade, and the grade has to participate in some way, and it, you literally could just walk up to so like I I'm dancing for mine, and you just do a mm. dumb little Mm-mm. thing for like a minute just to get out of it. No, um, I think it was that. Uh, okay, Chlamydia, KL. <laughs> did you ever get called to the principal's office? I thought you were going to say, did you ever get chlamydia? chlamydia? Did you ever get the clap? Clap, clap. Did you ever get called to the principal's office? What did you do? I have. Um, it was actually for a really stupid reason. So senior year, we TP'd the uh, baseball team because you, you do that like as seniors. Yeah, they're, they're homes. Um, mm. Like towards the end of the season, it had been a ritual every year. And then the boys would retaliate by TPing the senior uh, women's team, um, like TPing their houses. And instead, so we had TPed the boys, which is super innocent. We didn't get in trouble for that. But then the boys TPed our softball field. And it was the day that we were going to have a game and the principal, the principal thought that we had done it. Like thought the women's soccer or softball team did it. So she called me and my other friend who was another senior into the office and talked to us about it. And I was like, no, we didn't fucking like TP the softball field. TP our own field. Yeah. And I was like, we have a game later. What are you talking about? Anyway, that's the only time. Uh, I don't recall being called to the principal's office for any particular reason. Uh, I don't think I did. At least if I did, I don't remember it, which means it's not a good story if I did. 
I feel like I was uh, <laughs> in there a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, Your eyes are like wide this whole time. Like, ah. I feel like I hung out there a lot. I did. The, the best time is when I actually went to jail in high school. Um, and I was getting mad listening to Madison's story. It's more <laughs> the prejudice against the alternative kids. Cause you know what I went to fucking jail for? TPing somebody's house. Yeah, stupid. Uh, and egging it. And, and also, that. we did also spray 666 on the American flag <sighs> and raise it back up the pole. <laughs> we were doing that. That's the devil's number. Yeah. That's the number of the beast. And so they like caught somebody who said that they were with me and someone else. You know, so it like took a couple of days to organically grow and to, to try. No. That's not even the time I went to jail for that. I did get in trouble. I went to jail for that too. Jesus. Uh, we threw no, a, Jesus. Uh, we threw a Coca-Cola bottle out, at of, Jesus? A, out of a car oh. at a, at a lady. Like we used to shake up these two liters and drive around. So I was 15, but I had a friend who had a license who was 16 and we would shake up the soda and throw it where Madison was from. Like we go to Crestview Hills and stuff and get mad at the rich people. And then like, <laughs> yeah. uh, which I'm not rich by the no, way. No. I was yeah. not Just in that the neighborhood. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, Crestview, yeah, nice. Crestview Hills is fucking insane. Yeah. So yeah. people are nuts. We would drive around Edgewood and stuff and throw like, you know, the like suburban ladies jog on the sidewalks <laughs> out there. And the, the bottles would hit the sidewalk and explode and spray them with soda. And we were like, ha ha ha. <laughs> One of those ladies was a sheriff's mother. <gasps> And so Ooh. because we did that all the time, <laughs> no, we eventually got caught, but I wasn't even there that time. It was just the guy that got caught driving, gave the names of everyone else. And he had like dropped out of high school. He wasn't even in high school oh, anymore. What a snitch. Didn't even hang out with you guys. Yeah. What a so snitch. I was just snitch. in school sitting there chilling. Uh, and I got called to the office and there was cops there. And then they took me to juvie at 15. I was like, getting like handcuffed and everything and like at school, like what oh is going God. on right now? You know, I was a little shithead. That was before I really started like doing drugs a lot and stuff. Like the drugs actually chilled me out hardcore. Cause I was just an angry little bastard before that. Damn. So I did three days in juvie. I was, yeah. It's like Shawshank Redemption style. <sighs> well, hard time. So that ends uh, Jay Scrimo's questions. She does uh, end on a little blurb. Uh, she says, I died a little inside when I realized Mean Girls is almost 20 years old. I always liked the movie, Damn. but somehow it has managed to weasel its way into a lot of important events in my life too. My wedding anniversary is October 3rd because that was a Saturday in the fall that year we were looking at dates and our hashtag was hashtag it's October 3rd. When I got pregnant with my first kid, I wore a shirt that said, I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom to announce nice. to my parents. Why are you so, why are you so obsessed with me? Mean girls. I will, I will keep you here until four to discuss this movie. Love you guys. Bye. So clever. That was awesome. That was a great sign off. That was a great sign off. Thank you so much for requesting this movie. It was a blast to revisit. Go down memory lane. Sorry for talking so much about personal school stuff. But then again, the questions ended up asking a lot of the stuff we talked about anyway. So it, did. it was desired. Uh, thank you all for <laughs> listening. I've got to go return some videotapes. My name is Kit. My name is Madison. And I'm your boy, Steve. Steve. <laughs> is that a Kevin reference? Yeah. And then this is streaming things. Peace Happy out. Happy streaming.